0: Welcome back to the I'm There podcast, guys. I'm your host Freeway, oh. and I'm here with my co-host Kenny, and we also have uh, in person at my apartment is Stango, and the, you know my partner in the Master and Pupil series. So this is actually an interesting weekend because it was the Philadelphia Regionals, December seventeenth, and Stango and I went to play Edison format. Since this is the first Philly regional where they actually allowed Edison format side events, which was really fun. Uh, we showed up. First thing we did was immediately get Reading Terminal. If you don't know about Reading Terminal in Philly, it's one of the most broken places in the fucking country, honestly. It is so good. It is essentially just like a marketplace inside of a building where there's nothing but vendors selling all different kinds of foods and desserts and fresh groceries and stuff like that, seasonings, all kinds of exotic shit. And there's like soul food, there's barbecue, there's Amish people. There's all kinds of stuff, and all of it is good.
1: Yeah, that place is wild. In terms of the food quality, but I always look at it every time I've ever been there and been like, if there's a grease fire, everyone in this building <laughs> is dying.
0: Okay, well, They're... that's morbid
1: <laughs> No, because, Fraser, I got scared. I was just like, you know, it's been years since I've been in here, and I was just like, I just remember how jam-packed it is all the time.
0: Oh, so you you started thinking about your mortality. Yeah,
1: you I was just like, this is not an okay, but Honestly, like, emergencies are not okay so, here. So
0: I don't know if you know, but the Reading Terminal does have like 18 entrances and exits really yeah it's it's actually surrounded on all of its sides with exits so and i think it's because maybe God forbid this ever happened, but maybe something did happen. Yeah, one time. yeah.
1: I feel like because uh, I was actually about to Google it. Because anytime that I think about like just like those kind of real life events yeah. of just things occurring, I'm like, I'm going to Google this. I'm like, I want to know the history history of it. Want to see I, if
2: there was a trampling. I I
0: almost want to say <laughs> a
1: rumbling, um, if you will. I almost want to say with like almost certain, like utmost certainty. I haven't even looked it up, but I'm like, sure, something crazy has happened there. Before.
0: Well, just know that the fire codes, you know are in place, so they definitely have to have a certain number of exits for the amount of people that are in the building. So I'm, I've i never thought about a fire breaking out and all of us dying inside in a terrible way, but <laughs> I'm glad to know that when we were walking around trying to find food and sustenance, but you were But the, contemplating... okay. <laughs> the food was
1: great. Okay. The all right? food was great. Is that what you wanted to hear from yes. me? Yes. Because it was.
0: The food was amazing. I'd I never thought about, like, a fucking fire happening in the Reading <laughs> Terminal and it just taking everybody out.
1: Like, and... think of where we were. We were, like, in this cubby seating behind a line. We were. In the middle of, like, Nowhere we were in a bad place. It was the worst place. Only
0: if a fire broke out, which I'd never considered ever. <laughs> I
1: ate my food. Now, Fraser's going to be afraid every time he goes, I he's, he's going to be looking around like,
0: I'm going to be looking for exits every time <laughs> I'm in there. No, you just ruined me. Something that I go through pretty much weekly, you just ruined it for me.
1: Yep, that's um, what I do. That's but, why I'm here. But cool. I
0: had a really good time this weekend. Uh, we did end up getting soul food, like fried chicken, candy, yams, mac and cheese, uh, banana pudding. At some point, Xavier brought that to us. We Not to saw, me. He didn't bring it to you, but he no. brought he did, he did give me one.
2: Damn. And, that was cold. Yeah, that was cold. He had a sadness cool. in his voice. Not me. Not to me. Well, even me when Xavier brought
0: the bag of banana pudding, I was like, Oh shit, you want to get banana pudding, you didn't bring me any. And then he was like, That's funny because and he just put one in front of me. And I think I was like, Where's mine? And then he was like, Yours is still at the Reading Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't keep Nina waiting. The, the place that's all the banana pudding is called sweet nina's and i made the joke about you remember we had the sonic joke for friendsgiving mm-hmm. like don't keep sonic waiting <laughs> like, yeah. don't keep nina waiting don't
1: keep nina waiting go get it
0: go <laughs> get your banana pudding it's at the <laughs> writing terminal it's waiting for you <laughs> i left yours behind but yeah it was a really good weekend uh lots of Oh. everyone showed up too Sean McCabe came silverman always been so he was there a lot of chris leblanc honey jawari two of the last ycs winners were there randomly uh gabe was there who's like another really good duelist he won a ppg uh i think last year so there was a lot of really good players there i believe christian arena was there i think he was vending at some point um and yeah i don't know like everyone but i know that jesse and chris LeBlanc and like Hani there they they don't live in the area if i'm not mistaken i think they live in like florida or something somewhere far away they had to catch a flight but they said the flight was only 70 bucks so they showed up they're also grinding for world's points so, they were there. One of them played an FTK deck. There's a new Dark World FTK deck, I think. And they were testing that wow. out. Yeah, I know, right? Dark World just got a structure deck. so
1: what Like, it's fun. an FTK killer, or is it the hand loop?
0: It FTKs you turn one, you don't get to take a turn. What but does it kill with? I think that you keep summoning Graffa over and over again. Because, like, Graffa says, bounce a Dark World to your hand to summon this guy. And I don't think he's once per turn. Mm-hmm. So, there must be some kind of loop where You just keep summoning Graffa, but do not quote me on any of this because I didn't even have them explain it to me. All I said to them was, Yeah, you were like, I'm good. All I said to them was, It's an FTK, not an OTK. They said, Yes, it's an FTK. And I said, That's all I need to hear. You do not get to draw your six card. Wow. So, but they said it's inconsistent, uh, which is good because it was, you know, something fun to play. Like, if you're not worlds grinding and you just want to play in a regional, and you're like, I want to test this deck out, see if I can push it, see if I need to change anything. It's that kind of deck. But I don't think that it did well. I don't recall seeing anybody talk about, like, oh god, that deck, you know, went X- I don't even think it went X2. But maybe they probably did a deck profile for it. Like, Kristen, Kristen, uh, Chris LeBlanc has his own YouTube channel now. So, he will probably be covering it in his own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But how did you enjoy the regional stuff, Stango?
1: So, it was the second Edison tournament that I played in. Uh-huh. One was at Philly Homes. Um, yes. Where local. I was really... A little birdie, just fledgling out, Mm -hmm. got scraped at that tournament. Got scraped. Um, Philly regional this time around. I have a lot more experience under my belt. Yeah, a lot more practicing with you, with Cairo, and just in general.
0: Gary Feeney, yeah.
1: And everything went great. Uh, We played. Went to the finals to you. Um, Oh, it was you two in the finals. yeah, Yeah, it was us in the finals. Yeah,
0: we actually entered the same. So at first, I was like, "Oh, let's enter like a separate." edison format tournament so we don't end up in the same tournament right because like we could play other round one right and that would suck uh but we actually entered in the same one anyway and thank god we did because we pretty much were in the last one yeah um uh, we didn't realize that like we got there at noon we've got running terminal we ate our food that took about an hour and a half to like get our food you know running terminal is slow as fuck so to yeah. get our food to eat our food to come we were back, back at like two yeah we got back around like two o'clock well, 1 and we entered the tournament. And we were in the same tournament. We were opposite brackets, like opposite sides of the bracket, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And I beat my opponents really quick. Like I just two of both of them. And then I was watching Stango play. And honestly, I didn't I did not expect Stango to get all the way to the finals. But I was yeah, very happy because when I was watching him play the one guy, you were playing against like some kind of hero beat deck that played Umi. Yep. And this one card that says you can send an Umi to your grave to pop two cards on the field. Mm. So he was playing some like Unique hero beat deck, and he the guy had clearly beaten one person already. And he actually won game one against you, right? Sango,
1: yeah, he won game one against me. I opened up pretty good in a, a normal, general yes. and in a general sense what, because I what had what deck were you playing, Sango? I was playing zombies, Diva zombies, Nazara
0: zombies to be exact. So, yes, Nazar Sarhan, we had on a guest, we had as a guest on his podcast before, two time YCS champion, really, really good player. Honestly, I think Nazar is the hardest Yu Gi opponent I've ever had in my life, not even kidding. I think he's actually the most difficult person I've ever had in my throughout my Yu-Gi-Oh career. I've pretty much beaten every other pro that I've played like reasonably. But he is just insanely difficult. Not only because like you know, he draws well or whatever, because he does draw well. I'm pretty sure in our feature match he opens up tour guide, rabbit, heavy storm or something like that. But even outside of that, like the way he plays is very hard to read him. And I can't quite put my finger on exactly what it is, but I've been told the same thing about myself. But like I can't I, I can't really analyze like myself. So it's hard to read Nazar. You can't tell if he has a torrential set or if he has absolutely nothing. You can't tell if he has gores or if he has absolutely nothing. And uh, he's really good. So we, we decided to take his deck list. He actually sent it to me on Facebook Messenger. We've been talking a lot about Edison. And he loves zombies. And so he sent me his deck list, And we tried it out for our Master and the People series. And it underperformed. It, it was very,
1: well. it was very weird, but it underperformed because we really just got. We both agreed that it was like an outlier. It was we an outlier. felt like that the deck was really good, like it was very concise. Yep. But we just like the did guy, not run into good games. Well, the it. guy
0: just drew double dark arm four
1: outs in a row, all with no cards. Yeah, he
0: yeah. we put him into a top deck position in the on Dueling book, and he literally drew runner, runner, runner to win. So like it wasn't the deck. We just ran into a really, really fortunate opponent. Who was top decking and Actually, top decked out of our like plus three or four, which was insane. Uh, but that out that aside, because I never take something like that happening and be like, "This deck is trash," because that's just ridiculous, right? Like that's just not how Yu-Gi-Oh works. I was like, "Okay, let's try this again." And Stango started trying it independently. He started playing against what?
1: Cairo. Yeah, I was playing with Cairo, and I was just doing a bunch of plays, just killing Cairo, going Diva. Activate Econ, take monster, make double 6s, make level
0: 8s. The deck plays double Econ, and that is one of the things that makes it pretty unique. It also plays Malicious with no Stratos, no Evil Hero, Infernal Prodigy. It just plays double Malicious, but it plays triple Mystic Tomato. So, if you attack a Recruiter, and they end up with Malicious, and you pass, you're in deep shit. Because now, on the following turn, you can just go Diva. Get D.Va synchro with militias on the field, make an eight, and then remove militias, summon militias, make another level eight. So yep. two level eights because you attack my face-down monster. Yep. And zombies is a really good deck in Edison format because of a couple of things. Book of Life is really good because it's DD Crow in the main deck essentially, with also giving you field presence. Um, but also you don't want to attack face down monsters against zombies because they're often recruiters, but you also don't want to leave face down monsters because if it's a goblin zombie, then you die, then you die. Or you get Caius, <clears throat> and they get a search, and it, it, the tempo just shifts so bad.
2: Another yeah, thing, You can't you can't attack their monsters, but you can't leave them there, because they're like, okay, well, I'll just do
1: this play anyway. Yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't si- sort of situation. And another interesting thing about Nizar's list is that one of the monsters that does really well against zombies is Caius, by getting rid of the goblin zombies, denying the Surge, spurning you. Yep. And the Econ also deals with that as well.
0: Yeah, so if you set Goblin Zombie and set econ and your opponent goes tribute their monster, summon Kaius to target your face on Goblin Zombie. You can literally go tribute for econ. tribute be my Goblin Zombie, so I still get my search. Take your Kaius. So this turn you're not doing any damage to me either, and like I'm getting my search, which is super important. Yes, that is super important. But the Diva, Diva with econ is so broken because you just go Diva, get Diva, econ tribute take. I saw you literally do this to a guy where you took his Thunder King. Mm-hmm. He had Thunder King on the field and you want summon Diva, get Diva, econ tribute take your Thunder King. You can go attack, attack. Because you don't care if he Mirror Force is right there or not. He's killing his Mirror Force and his Thunder King at that point. Yep. So, like, you don't really care if he kills his field. And in main phase two, you can go Synchro, make a six-star, and, and the tempo's now in your favor. It's Econ's really good at zombies. With diva and, like... Love it. Goblin, zombies, stuff like that. It's a very It's good performed
1: part. really well when I've been playing with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was the the main thing of um, Billy Edison. I wasn't really... um expecting a lot like as far as like getting to the finals or anything like that yeah. i was just like there to kind of play um would
0: you play around well, we'll go, let's go do your rounds
1: so i ended up playing against a uh Nura, a nor deck yes um
0: scores mm-hmm. the, the round one so what happened that round because it, it was interesting right? so
1: it was the very first game he pretty much kind of does a half combo he goes greffer set up nor go uh gold sark search for phantom of chaos so he's pretty much telling me I'm going to drop your whole hand in two turns. (laughs) And I open up my hand and it is pretty much, let's ignore everything except Sangan. I have Sangan in my hand. He has an attack position Greffer, And this is how I knew. It was kind of like a very minor play, but it came very quickly to me. And this is when I was like, okay, I think I'm playing very good today because that came very fast. You were playing really good. I go summon Sangan. I crash into his Greffer, and he's looking at me. He's like kind of confused.
0: Because no one does that.
1: Yeah, and... um. What? What's the? What? You, well, you end up searching DD. No, the the person who gave you the deck. What's their name again? I forget. Oh, Nazar. Nazar. Nazar's deck has a main deck DD Crow. So I grab DD Crow and I pass, and he says audibly, "Oh, <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now his whole plan of like I'm dropping your whole hand hey, next, two turns because he's
0: also he's also waiting two turns to do this. Yeah, and you searched and out to it." like now yeah so in two turns he's about to get a dead ass phantom of chaos
1: yep phantom of chaos same thing as well like he can't he's not going to be able to go like gruffer go for plague and try to make level six and apply more damage and do more damage because <laughs> yeah. i'm going to crow that too
0: yeah so the crow made everything awkward it was a main deck dd crow in Nazar plays yeah and it, and it, honestly, it
1: was really good oh, at, it, so it won me the game single-handedly there because he eventually had to force out fan um Phantom of Chaos and yeah. I crowed it. Yep. And then he was just left face up on a field with a Greffer and a zero attack monster. Um and then that was a game where I had Wing Blast set with Caius. Oh no. Uh so I go Wing Blast, drop, um, Malicious, tribute, uh well, banish malicious from malicious, and then tribute summon Caius, banish Phantom of Chaos, attack over Greffer, and then I just started sticking in twenty four. Yeah. And, and then eventually I brain controlled him from game.
0: Yeah, and then we're having game two or
1: Uh, Game two, I really can't recall. He lost very quickly. Um, You just beat him. He kind of did like a very simple play of just like um, summon Wyvern and set a card. So I had MST and I'm like, well, this deck plays Future Fusion and I don't want him to resolve it. So I just go set MST and I don't play anything else. Mm -hmm. He goes Future Fusion. I activate MST, kill it. Then he attacks with Wyvern. Then the game kind of goes back and forth where I trade. I have set Tomato. Um he goes attack. I keep recruiting until no. I build up enough resources and then I end up doing a classifier armory armor TK on him.
0: Wait, what? That's what happened? Yep. Oh shit. You were doing you were styling on people. <laughs> yes, that's what's I up. You, did, you did not tell me at any point, Yasineda, you colossal army on somebody in tournament.
1: Yep. Oh shit. That's fucking what's up. Because uh, because eventually what yeah. ended up happening is that I had Book of Life and I was just like, okay, well, this tomato can actually recruit for a um This tomato can actually recruit for a uh, plague, and I don't remember exactly what else came after that. I think it was just two level twos. Well, yeah,
0: because you could just summon Raikou and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, you know, that's who it was. That It was Raikou. So was you like,
0: had to see that play, too, because that's not... That's obscure in Nazar's deck, because Nazar's deck's not really designed. Yeah,
1: it can't really do it because it doesn't run Prodigy.
0: Yeah, so the fact that you knew, like, oh, if I recruit plague... Because that
1: deck doesn't play real back row, so, like, yes. I honestly just... It, it was a greedy play against, like, a lot of different decks, but against Nerilaris, they don't play back yeah. row. What's
0: interesting is about about it, though, is that we played Nazar's zombie deck a lot. And, like, on Dueling Book, we played it a lot, and never once did Colossal Armour Arm come up. So that was never
1: way. really an option. That's... Or even, like, a play that we could, like, lead up into. Yes. I just eventually saw it as, like, well, Mystic Tomato has fully recruited out of all of right. his copies, so now it's time to bring out something real. And I was gonna bring out Goblin something, I because I had Caius, and I was like, well, he has a uh, Darkness Metal in the field, yeah. and...
0: In attack mode. In yep. attack
1: mode, and, I mean, I can go Caius, but... I so think just, this is just game. Yeah, I could just kill you. Because, like, he had two back row set and was like, well, they're not real, though. Yeah. <laughs> they're not yeah it's just like i don't you're, know what they, were, they playing they you're playing were. mirror force deep prison bottomless Trenchal, in your no deck
2: like, absolutely not. i don't think so
0: yeah so you knew that his back Man. over fake and you went for game that's crazy yep
2: there are there's two plays i think every edison player wants to do they all want to do pro heavy, Bro and heavy. they all want to do they all want to do colossal armor yes. like those are the two plays that everybody wants to do
0: yeah i agree and i i had no idea that you did that yesterday so you won round one so my round one I Played Black Wings, I played with Black Wings, and I played against Gladiator Beast. Um, I too to him quick.
2: It's great. I was gonna say that sounds like a fucking scrape.
0: It was, yeah, it was. I can't <sighs> even recall anything remarkable about the game. Uh, you know what? Okay, game one, I just won, right? And then game two, he like, I think he went summon Laquari, set a back row, and I went bait doll. If people don't know what bait doll does, bait doll forces the right. activation of a, of a set back row, and if it's a trap card uh, it destroys it unless like if the timing is not correct. So basically if you mirror go Force, yeah, yeah, if you go like see mirror for CD prison, it just pops it. Yep. Uh, and then Bay returns to the deck after it resolves. So after Bay like looks at the face down card, destroys it or whatever, it'll shuffle itself back in the deck. So it's an unlimited number of MSTs essentially is what it does. Uh, if you hit like a book of moon or MST, it sucks. Cause it doesn't do anything to it, but you'll have the information, I guess. But honestly, in this format, most people are just setting real traps. And so Baydal really hurts. So yeah,
1: I, not enough people are playing Book of Moon for like to be kind of bad.
0: Yeah, Baydal is really good right now because of where Edison is right now. So I Baydal yeah. him. I popped his back row. Don't remember what it was. Then I just went summon Shura, attack collute over your aquarium. You take fourteen. Get uh eight hundred guy Vayu, crack him for eight hundred. So I think right there you take twenty two hundred like on my first turn. Then I synchro made Android set up back row and android is 2400 and i gained life so it was just like i have a really big monster you have no field now and on his following turn he like tried to do something i think i prison when he Mermillo test tigered me popped my android attack that prison or whatever and then he just lost the game from there like it was it, there was nothing remarkable about the game whatsoever i just absolutely overpowered him i think i dropped dark armor at some point but it was like unnecessary to even do that um yeah i definitely dropped dark arm and it was just like yeah you you just yeah there was nothing about it and then then my round two round two i played against uh plants and if you don't know the most favorable matchup for black wings is the play against plant synchro or dandy warrior whatever you want to call it that deck sets monsters constantly and a lot of them they end up getting tokens and shit like that and you have a lot of trample in your deck you also just naturally because shora beats over
1: Shora and Bora food.
0: Yeah, everything is just Shora and Bora food. So the whole deck just falls apart uh, against Black Wings. So I just, I, I the, and the guy I played against, I play him at Locals all the time. His name's Anthony. Shout out to Anthony. He's a really good sport. We also did like a little deck doctor session after the match where I helped him out. Because I think his deck, like, you know, it could be a little better because he really, every time we play, he really doesn't draw traps like that. He only plays seven, but he rarely draws like more than one trap per game. And I guess that's not the craziest thing, once I realized that he only played seven. But it basically was what I'm saying is, every time we play, i overrun him because I'm able to just summon monsters constantly. Yeah. And if you don't have a back row against Black Wings, it is just free reign to do anything I want. And I deal so much damage to him. So I just I beat him 2-0, and honestly, there was nothing really crazy about the match. Like I just straight up beat him like, at every point, everything that he did, I pretty much either stopped it, or I just had an answer to it, like, he Kai's me, I went and Bora, attack Kalut, then he had to set a Raikou when he was down to, like, 1400 life points, and he just gave me a handshake, he was like, damn, no matter what position I put this Raikou in, you have a Bora on the field, and that is game, like, he drew Raikou for turn, and I was like, that's actually crazy, like, this deck is so anti-plants, because even a Bora is going to kill me, like, that, just that alone is going to kill me, because I drew Raikou, so, yeah, the deck, Plants, you know, it's not it's not the worst deck, but I hate quick draw syncron as a lot of you already know. I think that card is fucking awful, and I am just not a fan of the deck in general because I hate. I'm at the point in my life where I just hate setting monsters. I just don't like setting monsters. That's where I'm at in medicine.
1: Yeah, setting monsters
0: unless it's I could set monsters and zombies because they actually will lead to a kill.
1: Yeah, setting
0: Reiko doesn't really lead to a kill. Setting Reiko just leads to like
1: that's the thing about one that's the thing about zombies is that like. Zombies also have that same problem where they have like Bora and Shora food yes. for both of their sets, but they have to actively play around like the recruiters and also like they eventually can just like get OTK. Yeah, kill I
0: can get overwhelmed in a zombie matchup. It's not easy because Blackwing plays a lot of traps. And if my it, honestly any trap stops a zombie play in the Blackwing deck, so Icarus Attack, Oppression, uh, i play Compulsory Evacuation Device in the main deck. I really like that card. Uh, there's also, like, you know, if you play Torrential, you play Bottomless, Solemn Judgment. There's a lot of cards that just interact with zombies, and it makes it where Black Wings are really resilient against the deck and really just always positive in card advantage. Because the way I see it, for zombies to make a play, they need two cards every time. It's never... Like, Black Wings can just go Summon Shore, and that is a play by itself, right? Yep. Summon Blizzard, that is a play by itself. Zombie it's is, is
1: a combo deck in nature. It's a combo so deck. So it needs more than usually one a combination of cards to make a strong play. Yeah,
0: you don't do anything in Zombies that threatens me with one card. Like, you just... With a just a Goblin Zombie, I'm not threatened. With just a Pyramid sword, I'm not threatened. It's when you have, like, oh, a Caius with it, or a Tuner with it, but the problem with that is... When you start to use multiple cards to deal with black wings, black wings thrive on you the start, attack. Yeah,
1: because you start just going into a a, a war a war of car economy where you're getting minus every yep. time because you need to use two cards to match the match their one. Yep.
0: You go make Brianic and I just go bottomless it. You go summon Kaius and I'm like, that's fine, I'll just go Goyo guardian next turn and attack and take it. Like everything is just like a really simple I'm using one card every time, but you have to use two every time. So that... That matchup, in my opinion, is very favorite in Blackwing's, uh, in Blackwing's favorite as well. Yep. And so I just pretty much had a really easy time, because round one, Gladbeast, which I just, I don't care for that deck in Edison format anymore. Uh, round two was plants, and then round three was Stango in the finals, um, and I had the two of my pupil. I'm actually realizing I didn't lose any games in that tournament. I just kind of... Yeah,
1: you did go undefeated. Um... Like,
0: literally. Like, I... We played game one.
1: It was interesting game one, so my hand was broken... Um, I had D.Va econ. Who won
0: the die roll? You wanted the die roll, right?
1: I did. Okay. And um, I had D.Va econ and like a few other reaction uh, reactionary things. I think even brain control as well.
0: Yeah, your hand was nice. You said.
1: Yeah, my hand was really good, but it doesn't really play by itself because I can't just go diva get Gilman, which I don't even really think is that no, good in this not... om- zombie deck. Yeah, um, and it's especially not gonna... against Blackwing. wings as well. thing, it's
0: not good against Black. Wings it doesn't do anything. Yeah.
1: Um, it's just honestly a vanilla because they can get over it with many many things. Yeah. Um.
0: And my hand happened to be broken, but...
1: You needed me to play, but I needed you to play. Yeah. So we started draw passing, and he started getting annoyed. I could see it in his face. Well, let me
0: say what my hand was, so people understand what I mean by my hand was broken, but it wasn't... So it's interesting. My hand was broken, but I needed you to play. So my hand was Whirlwind, Soroko, Soroko, Blizzard, Blizzard, Icarus attack. So, like, if Stengo put a monster on the field, I can go Whirlwind, Soroko, right? But because Stengo literally went set a back row or whatever pass... I couldn't do anything, right. so I just set Icarus attack and passed, and then he went draw pass, and then I went draw pass, and he went draw discard Mizuki.
1: Yeah, so when it came around to like Mizuki, um, I could go like normal summon crack, but that's not really going to win me the game, especially since it's shorter food. Like, it generally, food. the way that you pilot the zombie Blackwing matchup, usually the best is that you don't really want to play first. You want the Blackwing to come to you, and you want to pretty yeah. much dwindle like down you the had back a rec- row. If
0: you had a recruiter, you would have put it on the field. Yeah, but like you having Mizuki is not good to get it attacked over by Shora and it also enables Soroko. So six of my cards become live because you put a Mizuki on the field. Yep. So on the end face, Stango has seven cards and he's just like end face discard Mizuki and I got fucking pissed.
1: You got annoyed. I saw, I saw, like, I saw it I saw on it your face. But
0: like I am good at not showing my emotion. I just kind of like I looked at what you did
1: he is saying he is saying it was good but i saw it and i like, it was just like i like he-
0: stared at the mizuki and then i looked up and then i drew for a turn and i was like all right i'm not waiting anymore <laughs> so now i just went like whirlwind Summon my guys do
1: your play that's your famous black it Ring is play. it
0: is my famous blackwing play yeah. whirlwind summon blizzard with no targets in the grave yep. i love it and, and get me get me like that's what i do that so often most blackwing players don't have this problem they just go whirlwind shora and they just fucking destroy their opponent but me I draw a whirlwind with like a terrible blackling like kalut or some shit, and I'm just getting like the most subpar thing ever. So I was like summon blizzard with no graveyard, no so blizzard just a vanilla thirteen hundred monster that's just gonna. It's basically a gadget. It's yep. literally red gadget. I literally summon red gadget against you, but I wanted the game to be over because I saw what was happening and I didn't like it. You were building up. You didn't an OTK. like me build,
1: build, building up. Yes, man.
0: you were starting to build up an OTK. So I was like, okay, fuck this. We're gonna play some Yu Gi Oh. And then basically what ended up happening is, like my hand was so strong because you end up heavy storming my whirlwind. And, like, my Icarus attack, I think. Yep. But even after you, like, did that and maybe dealt with my field, my hand was still Sirocco, Gale, Blizzard, and Kalu.
1: Yeah, it was a little too resilient. If it was Shura's, besides, like, Sirocco and stuff like that, I think I actually probably would have won that game. Because Mm -hmm. I actually had a lot of ways to deal with Shura. But just, like, Blizzard making synchros and stuff like that was a little too much. It was too too much, much. yeah. Yeah. And
0: so I just, like, won the game. And then, so that was game one. Then we sided. Yep. Game two. Like, you could what happened. In game two.
1: So game two. Um, just a spoiler. Alert, I definitely cited incorrectly. That's Yes, one. which
0: we found out afterwards. But he bricked really hard. Game two.
1: Yeah. And so it I basically didn't diva do diva malicious and DD Crow was in your hand, I believe. DD Crow yeah. and then two other irrelevant cards, yeah, they were, but they didn't do anything. Yeah, it was hey. all
0: bad. You you at least went set MST turn one.
1: Yeah, because what it was, and I knew and and I knew what it was going to be because oh. I was about. I said pass. I was going to draw pass again, and I was like, well. Yeah, I said MST and he smiles <laughs> yeah. because he activates Whirlwind and he goes his card. i sure, yeah. And I go, All right, well, this is why I did this MST because I knew this the motherfucker game would
0: have ended immediately like, if he didn't set MST.
1: I felt like I was supposed to win game one, and now what he's going to try to do is just get me out of here real quick that's by you, just going Whirlwind Shora. So me. I was like, No,
0: I smell blood and water and I go for it. So the second you set one back row pass and I saw my hand at Whirlwind Shora. I was like,
1: oh. You don't get it enough, so you gotta got to do it when the game he, gives oh, it to absolutely. you. Oh,
0: absolutely. So I just went War shore, but he MSTB, and then I just attacked for 18. I was like, I'm not playing around gores or anything. I attacked for 18, and essentially what happened is I, I like set a back row or two, I passed, and then he just He, like, he
1: looked at me, and I go pass again, and he said, you pass. I'm like, yes. Oh, no. I pass.
0: Yeah, and I knew right there, oh, his hand's unplayable. Yep. And then I just go draw, attack again like immediately and then essentially
1: that was three my, turns of that
0: yeah uh, what i believe firmly is that if you let your life get that low against black wings like if it sure gets to attack three times you you lose it you can't you can't come back you have to kill me in one turn or you don't you won't win at all because you are so low and the deck is such a damage deck that i could do ignorant things like literally collude over your guy per game at any point Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you put a guy in defense mode, my 2800 trample guy, piercing guy, like, will kill you. You know what I mean? Yep. Or I could be ignorant and go, Bryonic, pitch my whole hand, bounce all your field, attack for game. Like, once you get low, it's such a trivialized game state. So after I attacked three times, you didn't do anything, I already knew the game was over. Then you drew and just gave me the handshake, and I was like, damn, what'd you have? And you showed me your hand, it was, like, completely unplayable. But then, we started talking, and it was actually a while before I got the reveal. Well,
1: it was because uh, I was playing against, um... The uh, the fairy, the fairy lightsworn deck, yeah. We, we started playing friendlies afterwards, and I forgot to decide, yes. So I was, I, I started deciding, and I was like, give me your opinion on my side,
0: yeah. So, what happened, okay. So, after the tournament's over, so I went to tournament, right? I get the mat, and then me and this thing go say, All right, well, we might as well play some more Edison format. So, we set up shop with a bunch of other people playing Edison at a table, and we were about to play game one. But when he drew his opening hand, he was like, oh shit, I forgot to decide from when we played each other just now in the finals of that tournament. So he's going to decide. He asked me like, oh, what do you think about what I saw in against you? And when I saw what he took out, he took out a tomato, a pyramid turtle, a Raikou, and a Spear Reaper. So he took out four of his monsters that like you need turn one, right? Like if you're going first, you want either of them in your opening hand. Yeah. So he sided them out and that's when i realized oh shit like that's that's what we need to work on more like next is like how to side deck properly what not to take out what to take out uh and then also at the end of the day we also reached out to nazar to ask him what he sides against black wings and he told us he just sides and trap stun and takes out um like kaius and yeah and that makes sense because it can be hard to get the kaius off and he doesn't play multiple book of lives if you play more book of lives i can see kaius being a little better but like Without the ability to go special something, then tribute and go like he doesn't play evil hand or infernal prodigy or anything like that. Yep, so Kai's is a little slow against Black Wings, which makes sense. So that wasn't apparent, that wasn't as obvious to me. What was funny though is that the cards that he sided in, which was Breaker and two trap stuns, is exactly what I recommended you sided in.
1: That's what I did side in, but I took out the, the wrong cards. Yeah. yeah, I actually, so it was uh, the the second the second crow. Um, I don't even really know why I put it in there, I was just like I'm just putting this in.
0: Yeah, Crow in, in theory, right, when you think about Blackwings, a lot of people think like, oh, Crow can stop Blizzard, Crow can stop Vayu, but it doesn't really play out like that because the Black Wing deck usually has a field regardless of what's going on in their graveyard, right? So like, even if you go Crow on Vayu, it's not like that was their only play. Typically, they're summoning a 2300 guy as additional damage. It's not the only thing that's pressuring you.
2: Yeah, Crow doesn't stop their game plan. The or beat beatdown. Yeah, cr- it doesn't stop the yeah.
0: beatdown.
2: They're just already swinging. Like, by they're, the time yes. you get to use Crow, like, they're usually already
0: swinging. Also, think about this. Think about how bad DD Crow is in a situation. I have a Shura on the field. I've been already attacking you with Shura, right? Yep. On the next turn, I go summon Blizzard, activate effect, target a guy in my Grave to bring back. You go Crow. My field is still Shura 13, and now I'm Blizzard. Yep. So that's a Synchro still, and it's 3,100 damage raw. So, like, okay, you crowed me, but blizzard, that's a minus one, by the way, because Blizzard's still there. Yep. You hit something out my graveyard, but the blizzard's still there. And the Synchro opportunity is still there. So everything about it is just, it doesn't feel good. Yep. Crowing a Vayu is not the worst because it is a one for one, like activate Vayu. And then, but sometimes it's not a one for one. Depending on how the Vayu got to the grave, it's not a one for one. Because if Shora attacked your guy and killed him by battle and activate it. And some value. That's a free plus. It's a free plus. Yeah. The value was just a. I got it for free. I beat your guy in battle, and I got it for free. So when you crow it, when I activate it later on in it's the just game, hard even. you literally. Well, you minus one, like you. Yeah. Li- you literally yeah. go minus. You lost a card, and that value was just something that was just. I, it was given to me for free. Like I didn't do anything. I just literally attacked. I played the game. The value's in the graveyard now. And at some point during the game, you crow it. You literally lost a card, but I didn't actually like. I didn't draw that value. It just got sent to my grave because I literally killed your guy in battle. Yep. And uh, one of the best ways to get plus ones in Edison format is to just kill monsters in battle. Black Wings do that very well. So Black Wings get a lot of pluses from just beating things in battle. It makes the deck really strong. And it also has effects when it beats things like trample or get a guy from my deck. So the deck is really good. Uh, I personally believe it is the best deck in the format. A lot of people are unaware of this. There's actually an entire episode on Edison format I want to record that I kind of want to talk about where Edison format is now and like things that I think are wrong with the format um things that i still like about the format i also like that it has evolved since the last time we did an edison format podcast like a lot like a lot has changed uh opinions have changed decks have gotten better new things have entered the meta like legacy yada garasu slash jar of greed um there's a lot of things that have happened that have made edison format a lot more fun and revitalized when i thought it was kind of solved and boring it's gotten a little bit better so i'm happy where it is right now and i'm going to continue to play it uh, because, honestly, a couple months ago, like maybe September-ish.
1: Same with me. I was, I was getting really checked out with it.
0: Me, Yeah, I was definitely getting checked out of it. I was like, all right, well, we kind of know what this format is now. And somehow, some way, new decks have come out and new card techs have come out. Like, I never saw myself playing Bait Doll, Moment of Extermination, and stuff like that. But here we are. Uh, so I'm having fun with it again. And, yeah. And so we played a lot of Edison format. I got to play against McCabe i tried out that new fairy lightsworn deck the christy Lightsworn deck it's in broken. person it's very good and it's zombies broken. cannot beat that deck
1: i think that's uh yeah i think that's probably its worst matchup i'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna lie that matchup because like when i play match. against black wings like there there's so many different things that i can do against it like it's a bad matchup like yep. for sure like not even trying to you know uh be contentious with that yeah Damn, is that ferried, fairy lights? Worn deck awesome? not and a good one you,
0: and you couldn't deal with it. It's like game. too many things.
1: It's like Christia is impossible to deal with.
0: Um, Harold
1: of Orange Light is, is ignorant,
0: yeah, because you can't OTK me whenever. Like, it, I might look like I'm weak, like, I, I could look like oh, it's open season.
1: I'm worried about Gores, but what you really should be worried about <laughs> is that you're not doing this play. <laughs>
0: the play's not even going, <laughs> through. yeah.
2: The play, this play isn't even you don't even, have to, you don't even have to wait for gore's my friend right like he yeah, would
0: like. go summon diva he have a goblin zombie on the field which is like you know that's prime material to go off right yep little Yu-Gi-Oh pun there but that's like having a goblin zombie on the field is like prime material to go in and they go summon diva and most people just pick up their deck immediately when they summon because usually there's no response
1: see it was funny because that's exactly what happened i yeah. was just like you don't have it and he's like did i give you permission to play <laughs> Did I give you permission <laughs> to play? And he slapped because he was eating ice cream like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I was. You were thinking- eating ice cream, and I decided I was playing. I was and- like, "Did I give you and permission?" And you were to- like, "You were like, mm, did I give you, per- did I give you permission to play?" <laughs> I
0: couldn't even get it out. Yeah. I was your, like, did your, I your give ma- you?
1: Your mouth was full. Did I give you fucking then you, permission? Then you dropped them. You. Uh, that that's the main thing that I always see with people let us format because like I'm a dueling book baby. Yeah. Like I play online, so yeah. like my card. Tech handling is so bad. Yeah, yeah. You in real picked life, up, yeah. You picked up the two cards and dropped them in such a fucking like bath <laughs> and like <laughs> tactile way. Yeah, like
0: I just threw them in like the most cool fucking they like hit the graveyard perfectly. Yeah. I he, was like, he yeah. splashed
2: in like he was so I, just imme- just salt I immediately cards dropped Christia.
0: It was so ignorant. Yeah.
2: And I, can I say I love how bad Stango is at handling cards oh, it's, it's
0: hilarious. When we were
2: when we were in New York, right? When we played a little bit of DC. And we played, you guys played a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! And watching him, like, with his hands, like, he looks like he doesn't know what his hands do. Yes. Like, as he's trying is, to shuffle and shit. Like, which is
0: funny, because Stengo is actually one of the best Melee players to ever have played the game. Like, top 100 players to ever play Melee, right? Yep. And it's so interesting, because his hands are the reason why. Like, your hands, your muscle memory, your hand-eye coordination, stuff like that. It's a lot of It's a lot of technical skill that goes into playing Melee, and also... You play PM too, and you're really good at PM as well. You got invited to like the PM Summit a couple months ago. Re- we covered that too. But you're so good with your hands in video games. But when it comes to Yu Gi Oh!, watching you handle cards is so fucking funny. <laughs> you look like a child, like an infant. Like how an infant doesn't know how to hold their food it or something. And they just so keep dropping dumb. shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's you said so a little better yesterday. Like, I think, I, I, don't, I didn't think yesterday when I looked at you playing in a tournament, like, because you said adjacent to me, when you played that water guy,
1: I, I definitely think, like without a doubt, like uh the tournament experience that I had, it was like it was like a new me. Yeah, like, when I played that day.
0: Yo, he was correcting people. Like, there was a point where Stango all. attacked and a guy dropped Dark End. and uh, no, the guy dropped uh Battle fader. 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 Yep. The guy dropped Battle Fader when Stango attacked. And this thing was like, main phase two, synchro, make dark end dragon, send your battle fader. And the guy was like, he put it in his graveyard, and Stango was like, it's vanished. And I looked over cause I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like who the fuck is that? Yo, that caught me off guard. Yeah. I could not believe it. So I was like, yo, like this is a new guy. Like you are not the same person. So that I was very, very pleased yesterday. We played a lot back and forth and, um, we played against different opponents. At one point, you were getting styled on by a fortune lady deck, which was so funny.
1: Well, that's because I was one foot in the grave. <laughs> yeah. You saw me. I was sleepy. Um, you were sleepy. Though. Yeah. So the problem was, is that like the day or two or honestly, the whole, the whole week. last week. Because like, I was
0: trying to do Master of People with you several days in a row. And I just and kept falling asleep. You kept falling asleep. And I was like, what is happening My to sleep you?
1: schedule was just really, really struggling. Yeah. And it was... Uh, after the Edison tournament, we were just playing friendlies with people. I was playing with my goat format teammate, and I just, like, got so tired all of a sudden. I started forgetting, like, what effects did. Yep. I started playing cards incorrectly. I calculated a lethal incorrectly. Okay, uh, I didn't catch that. I, yeah. Well, I
0: was, I was playing my own I had my own apartment. Yeah. We sitting right next to each other. Essentially, what
1: them. it was is that, like, I, like, took his monster with Brain Controller Econ. I don't even remember... But, like, I eventually just had the field, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not doing anything with this, actually. So I just scooped, because I was just like, well, this is not doing anything. Yeah. Like, let's go to the next game. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I got my second win, and I started picking it up. Yeah
0: you, said, yeah, you literally said to me, I just got my second win. And I was like, what are you talking about? You got your second win. Because I thought you meant W-I-N. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you were saying wind. W-I-N-D.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was waking up, and then I won, like, the last three games. Yeah, you
0: just started scraping them. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I was playing my opponent... I played Black Wings, I played the Light Sworn Fairy deck, and uh, he played an anti-meta deck, which was so funny. We ha- I had such an ignorant interaction with that. So this guy, he's one of my friends from like, <laughs> the past. He hasn't played Ugin in a very long time. His name's Wayne. Wayne's from Delaware, and he was sitting next to me, watching me play Stango, and I'm scraping Stango up with Christia deck, and he can't do Sorry, shit, man. right? Like, it, every game was just really bad. And Wayne watches me play Stango with this Light Sworn deck, right? So, after a while, he goes, Yo, Fridge, you wanna play? I was like, sure why not and before i said sure i kind of stared at him for a second and i wanted to say no because i was having so much fun playing with you that i honestly wanted to say no but then i was like well i'm here with people who don't get to play Yu-Gi-Oh like often especially with me and stuff does am that fuck it i'll play people who challenge me so he challenges me and i say sure i said but you gotta go around the table so he he jumps over the table
1: no so, i jumped over the table okay well i'm the one who did the uh all right, well
0: i forgot he didn't walk around
1: though. i did the deuce hazard slider he did
0: table. something too anyways he comes over to the table. He sits down. And game one, he's like, summon Thunder King, set some back rows. So I was like, okay, that's interesting, but okay. I didn't think he, I didn't think too much of it. Yeah, 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 And then, so I deal with the Thunder King. The next time, he goes, summon Fossil Dina. So then I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then, like, turn three, he summons a Banner, Shirt, a Radiant. So I was like, wait, you watched me play Lightsworn against my friend for the last <laughs> hour. hour. <Yeah>. You literally <laughs> sat there... Also, mind you, while I was playing Stenga, I noticed in the corner of my eye... He's building a deck. He was building a deck while I was playing. Like, he was actively... Mind you, Kenny, he's sitting on my side of the table. So he's looking at my hand. He's looking at your hand. He's watching. He's
1: commenting on plays. Like, he's actively watching while building. And he's
0: building
2: a fucking side deck to play you with. And then he goes
0: around the table... Plays me with an anti meta deck that main deck's banisher. He main deck defissure. He main deck thunder king, fossil dino, double starlight road. All these ignorant cards, right? So we, we're playing, and as it, as we're playing, it's unfolding more and more how ignorant his deck is. Yep, and so it gets to a point where, mind you, I had to let Stengo borrow my call, my call of the haunted.
1: Oh, I love this. This story. is so funny. This, this is so funny. This is so funny. So okay, we I'll gotta let, tell the two perspectives. So, so let me, let me, let me tell you from mine, and then I'll let you elaborate. Okay, you think
0: yours is okay? Yeah, because
1: first. it's like I'm, I'm sitting here secondhand, and I see you getting annoyed because you're just <laughs> playing against this bullshit. Yes, like I'm game- annoyed
0: that he would challenge me with an anti lightsworn deck, and like act like everything is okay. Like he played me. He didn't. I, I would. It would have been funny if he would have started laughing at me. When he, like, summoned Bandershot and Radiates something anything. But the fact that he tried to go summon set 2 and just, like... And was like, silent. And was acting like we were playing a legitimate game of Yu-Gi-Oh! Made me so mad. I
1: was like, get the fuck out of here! Anyways, go so, ahead. he he's, uh... This is game 2. Um, and what happens is, is that the game starts uh frazier i think sets uh like Arcus or some shit yeah, just he just went he just wants a big butt and he goes nobleman across out so i'm like damn so this de- this deck's just hateful as shit <laughs> yeah, you like he's playing go format <laughs> cards in edison <laughs> yeah. so a few turns pass by nothing really of uh significance oh, shit. and um i think what happens at one point is that frazier realized that he has a royal decree set mm-hmm. and this is a royal decree that he proxied against me as Call of the Haunted, because I was borrowing his call.
0: Yeah, so let me let me jump in right here. Oh, so,
1: I know where this is going. <laughs> so this
0: is this is, this is how funny this man uh, is. Oh,
1: it's so good. So
0: I let Stango borrow my only Call of the Haunted. Well, I have several Call of the but on me at Edison Regionals, I only have my one Call of the Haunted. So I let Stango borrow it. And I had to proxy, because the Fairy lightsworn Sworn Christia deck plays one Call of the Haunted. So I had to proxy for another continuous trap card, right? I was like, well, I might as well make it a continuous trap and just tell people it's Call of the Haunted when it comes up. So <laughs> when I was playing against Wayne, I was like, well, this is just the decree now.
1: And, no, yeah. that's not what happened. I'm telling you, from my perspective, he had it set. And then he started laughing for that's, no reason. Yeah, because I was like, he started chuckling dec- to himself. I'm I like, I'm like, I'm like scouring he doesn't searching. Know it's a proxy. Yes, he doesn't know because you didn't tell him. Um because it really I feel and like it, it, com- it did not until you realized that you had rolled the crease set. Yes. You were just like, I have call- I have rolled the crease. <laughs> yeah. So you started <laughs> laughing. I started laughing and so I was long. scouring because I was trying to figure out, I was like, What's going on? Like, is something funny about to happen? And then <laughs> was like, he, he, the he you're theory. laughing looking at me like <laughs> <laughs> here it comes. You go and you flip roll the crease, and I'm like, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a Royal decree. It's a real royal
0: decree. Yes. Yeah, that shit was so funny. Oh, that was so funny. so oh, after that's laughing you, when and he, he didn't know. He had no idea. He had no idea what He had we no idea. About. He had no clue. We were dying.
1: And then after he <laughs> won that game, I was just like, <laughs> so, how's, so how's that called haunted treating you?
0: I was like, yeah, that called haunted haunted so good. He still didn't know what we were talking about. Because he was like, I just lost oh, with the creed.
1: My. Yeah. That was All he knew was fun. that he said three backwards and We
0: got the creed. Oh, It was so funny.
1: That um, is fucking awesome. Yeah, you know?
0: and then, as soon as you guys started
1: talking, I think, oh, that's so. And good. then it stayed as a rule to create. Uh, yeah, it never it, changed. Well, it then it, then it then Never it, changed to a call Yeah. The since
0: Haunted. he was an asshole and played me with that macro fucking deck, I was like, yeah, now oh, yeah, you right beat him anyway.
1: After you won you the set, him, after you won the set, he's just like, all right, let's play another one. And it's like, no, fuck you, Wayne. I think picked that, up his cards. I was like, yeah,
0: fuck you. I'm not playing this deck in that matchup again. I switched to black. I said, here's my roll deck, and I pulled the black wing deck out. You won so fast. I two him so quick. Stango was like, you beat him. I was like, yeah. Like game one, right? You were like, you were like, you beat him game one. I was like, no, like, no, that's a set. I two owed him. He was like, what? I was (laughs) like, yeah, he lost game one. I went Summon Shura, attack over your shitty Fossil Diner, like OD on you. Like I just fucking like Icarus attack on the end phase, destroy your Starlight Road, destroy your other bullshit. He got ruined. He got fucking ruined. Then I game two Dark-Armed him, and he got ruined again. And he was like, all right, all right. I was like, yeah, this is my real deck. That, all that anti-meta nonsense you're on. Black Wings love that. Like, yep. Banisher of the Radiance, a 1600 attack monster. I'm like, Summon Gruffer, this is the one matchup where he can do something. Attack. <laughs> Literally attack. The one matchup. Yep. He's like, yo, it was so funny. At one point, I was Summon Shura, and I was like, he's like, bottomless. I was like, you know what? I'm a compulse Shura, so I bounce my sure back, right? So I trade the bottomless. I trade my compulse for his bottomless. Next turn, because he has like a banisher or something on the field, so he attacks for sixteen. He passes. I go draw some sure again. Attack. He goes deep prison. I go fuck it. Compulse again. <laughs> So then, on the um, next turn, he goes attack for 16 again. I go draw, summon Shura for the third time, attack. This time he goes feed this chain, and I started dying. I was like, <laughs> not him having to chain him up. I said, after this, Shura has put in so much work that you had to fucking eventually just say, fuck it, chain him up.
1: Yep. Sure is Django. Yeah, I called Django him. Chained I started up. calling
0: him Django Unchained, and everybody yeah. started dying. Like, Wayne wasn't laughing at first, and then I kept saying it. I was like, <laughs> not him being Django Unchained. And he just started dying and then like Vinny started laughing behind him and everyone started cracking up. I was like, yo, the fact that you had the phoenix chain in after a while, because the phoenix chain was there from turn one. Yeah. But he never wanted to use it. And then eventually he's like, Fuck it, I gotta chain that thing up. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh oh, so good. We had a lot of fun.
1: Yep, it was great times.
0: Then we went to uh Miller's ale house after and we got drinks, we got desserts. Did you get a dessert? Yeah, I did. And you, you got, got Captain Jack. Yeah, you got some really good chicken tendies. I didn't get any food because I ate the, the soul food at the uh, running terminal and stuff. So I was really full, but you let me try one of your chicken tendies. And what kind of sauce did you get? It was really good.
1: It was uh it was the honey barbecue and the hot garlic. Okay. That combination is cracked. It good. was really good. It was like it good. was like this sweet, spicy, very fucking flavorful, like barbecue.
2: Like it was really, really good. Would you really, say really Kenny? good? I said when you What you just said was really fucking good.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that he let me try a piece of it. And honestly, I I
1: I told you. I told you I was just like now. Now that you taste that, you're gonna you, you regret it a little bit. I,
0: I, no, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. After I bit into your chicken tendy, I started immediately thinking like, damn, I kind of want to order of these now. <laughs> but I also realized how fat that would have been to me because I had. So you didn't get banana pudding because Xavier genuinely didn't bring you any. Mm-hmm. But I had banana pudding, I had the strawberry lemonade, I had the soul food platter, and I ate all of my food.
1: That like, lemonade was crazy. Oh, cracked. Yeah. But I
0: ate all of my food. So like you and James didn't eat all of your food. I ate all of mine.
1: Yeah, I think what I mainly have left over the was chicken, like right? some bits of chicken. If you
0: told me you didn't like fried chicken, which I still think is fucking that is the most Caucasian thing you've ever seen. <laughs> He was like, Oh yeah, so by the way, I don't like fried chicken. I was like, What the fuck is so wrong with you?
1: I I two things. It's not that I like I dislike fried chicken. It's I told you I, Kenny, I prefaced it weird. Did you and, know
0: that did you notice about your cousin that he doesn't like fried chicken?
1: So when did I, I told know you- he
2: was brain dead? No, I
1: didn't so- know my cousin was brain dead. I'm <laughs> sorry. sorry. When I told I've been you- so-
2: Hold on. I've been on this kick recently. Every time Stengo says something really dumb, I apologize to him for beating him up when he was little. Like, it's, <laughs> it's my fault. Like, I did this like I, I hit him in the head too many times i <laughs>
0: agree i agree it's
1: uh it, it's it's not that i like strongly dislike fried chicken it was the main thing and i and i told frazier like i'm gonna preface this because this is weird i i'm fully acknowledging he acknowledged this. that it was weird but i think whenever i eat fried chicken i only like
0: drums so and i said okay so you like dark meat because i prefer but here's breast the, and wings, here's the is thing
1: i don't I really don't think it's about the meat. I think it's just the apparatus of eating it. Like, oh, like I get what you're saying. It's like, the handling, it, like breast. I hate eating breasts.
2: Okay,
0: because it's like meat on a slab. No, it's just like weird to eat.
2: Like I don't get like, yeah, what he's saying. I don't like. He's had, he with had my trouble like holding it and shit. Okay, and it's, it's like sliced nonsense. chicken breast
0: with a knife and a
1: fork. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Okay, well you're like, a it, It's it's fucking chicken. It, I'm eating it with my hands.
0: No, dog. Yes. You gotta grow up. You fucking how old? Are you you're like twenty five? Grow up. <laughs> You tell me, so I want to eat it with my hands. Some things you gotta use a knife and fork with, but those are the best things. Steak. How do you eat steak?
1: Uh, With a knife and a fork. That's different.
0: I was scared. I thought you were about to say with my fucking hands. I was gonna. I'm fucking call. It's like a man.
1: Depending on the situation, if it's like like a if it's like a barbecue, like. uh... And it's like hard, hard oh, to like yeah, get a knife yeah. and fork. Like um, I'm, I'm so, that. So at, shit.
0: A, at a cookout, right? Like I can understand. I can almost understand you picking up. So like,
1: here's the thing: I would never say at a cookout that I don't like chicken because I'd be targeted. You would be targeted. You would be, people, tar- people you would would be, be targeted.
0: First of all, I couldn't bring you around my people. I
1: would be. I like. would be called a spy.
0: You, you would be the ops. You would be yep. the feds. You would be ostracized. Uh, we would all. They, well, my sisters and them, they would look at you and then they would whisper to me like, "Get him the fuck out of here right now." <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. He's a colonizer. Get him out. He just said he doesn't like our fried chicken. Like, what is happening? And I'd be like, wait, no, it's not all fried chicken. He just likes drums. But basically for you, is that drums are easy to eat with your hands.
1: Yes, that is, that is the thing. That doesn't
0: explain wings. Wings are easy to eat. I really don't like eating wings. because Just say you don't like fried chicken, though. No, I'm just Because you're lying now. I, like Wings so, are easy to eat with your hands. Wings. I'm I'd not m- saying
1: that I love fried chicken. Because, like, I don't. Wings are not done. fried chicken. I don't. Unless I, we're talking about,
2: I guess, fried chicken. All right, fine. Like, I thought we
1: were talking about regular wings. Never mind. No, no, no. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, like, the like uh, like the, the the actual wings. They're just difficult to eat. Oh, like, you're talking I, about... It doesn't, it, I gotcha.
0: They just don't come easy. I, I don't agree. Wings, you rip them apart. So, this, this soulful place we went to, Kenny... They serve whole wings, so like the full wing, right? And Yeah, wings-
2: yeah, yeah. I thought when you said wings, I thought you were talking about like buffalo wings. I was like, wings are not yeah. chicken. What's happening? But then I put it together. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Yes.
0: So like wings that you tear apart, I don't think they're yeah, any yeah, harder yeah. to eat than actual wings. Also, I actually really like the tip of the wing, like the actual tip when it's Dude. fried.
2: I love getting like the wings from the Chinese store. Me too. The the chicken wings from the Chinese store—they fucking hit. Yes, the (laughs)
0: tips of—I love the tips of the uh, of wings. So when we got the soul food, they were whole wings, and you have to rip them apart. No big deal. You rip them apart. Now you just have basically the equivalent of what is a buffalo wing, Mm -hmm. and. You get your drum, which apparently you like a lot, but then the other, of the flats is what people call them, like drums and flats. Yep. You don't like flats, I guess?
1: No, I do like flats. Okay. Flats, flats are fine because I know the technique. Yeah, I can put like, the whole flat in the, the mouth, fully get it out.
0: Okay. So I'm just confused on where you don't like chicken.
1: I just don't know what to say
0: didn't I preface this is it that some, it's weird it is weird but it's also psychopathic and I'm scared of you now so I don't know what to say well I'm here
1: now I'm in your room you and after been, the podcast is over you've been in my hu- it's gonna be over for you've you you've
0: been in my house since Friday and and I found out yesterday that you really don't care for fried chicken like that and I just still don't yeah really it's not
1: it. I'm not like cra- crazy about it but, but like I can it but you like Popeyes it. though yeah no I mean you Popeyes, Popeyes is cracked.
0: you think Popeyes is like tier zero
1: yes and I and I agree it's not close there there literally isn't anything close I
0: think Popeyes so. is a tier. Zero food as well. In
1: terms of sides. What do you get though? Huh? What do you get from Papa's? Spicy chicken sandwich okay. with the Cajun fries. But
0: what did you use? That's the correct order, by the way. What did you get before? That's the spicy? correct order. That is the correct order. So what did you get before? Just drums. Okay. So this is something I never knew about you. You used to get before the spicy chicken sandwich was invented. Just drums. Just drums. And I would have known. Oh, it's not And they look
1: at them. me weird every time, but I'm just like, just drums, please. Yes. <laughs> they're like you this put- fucking.
2: <laughs> This fucking white boy coming in here. I was
0: about to say, Kenny, <laughs> he looks so white just saying that to me. Like, just now, him looking at me saying, just drums, please. I thought, who is this white boy? Like, who is Wild. Who is this white boy? I just boy? want some drums. Only a Caucasian person could say what you just said. I just want some drums. Just drums. I've heard all flats, please. I've heard all, like, I've heard all types of things. No. I've never heard, I've heard all spicy, all white meat, all dark meat. I've never in my life heard just drums. Just drums, just, bitch. Just drums. I just want drums. Just
2: fucking drum, Run that shit.
0: Yeah. But anyways, that was really good. Uh, the whole weekend, I think, was really fun. We went to Miller's, got drinks, got desserts, got some of your nice chicken tendies. And then pretty much, that was the end of the day for us. We came back home, and we just talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff. I
1: fell asleep right away.
0: After, yeah. We yep. talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! For like 20 minutes, and then I went to take a shower, and then you went to sleep, and then Gary, I guess, went to bed. So yep. we just all dispersed, and that was the end of the day, and now we're here. Uh, we did a little some photo. We did some some photo shoots and stuff for reasons, Uh yeah, and the whole day was us recording, mastering the people.
2: I just want you to know, I realize that that doesn't mean what it sounded like it meant, but that sounded wild. Like we did a photo shoot for reasons. Yeah, reasons. for Let's, reasons whoa. does
0: sound crazy, but really, as far as <clears throat> tender profile, yep, is, is what <clears throat> I was avoiding saying. But yep. it's, but we're adults here. It it literally we we took photos because I looked at his tender. And I was like, okay, when you're tender, you look like a fucking Mormon. Because (laughs) in his first picture, he's dressed... No, don't get me wrong. He looks nice. He's dressed in all black, but it's very church-like. He has has like a button-down shirt, but it's tucked in. I got a cross on. You have a cross on. You have a belt, black pants. So he's like wearing all black, and he has a cross around his neck. And it just looks like he's either a fucking priest or some Mormon guy.
2: He looks like he's about to do something to kids.
0: Definitely. Definitely (laughs) like you were about to do something to Definitely, if a kid or two was near you in that photo, I would say, get the fuck away from this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they just yeah. release a kid, start yeah.
0: shaking. Yeah, he wouldn't know what to do with himself. Like, honestly, <laughs> if, if you released a child, I don't know what Stango would have done in that outfit. Because he was basically like a Halloween costume at the time. And so I said, well, your profile kind of looks a little creepy in the sense that like you don't look creepy as a person. But I think that when people don't... like A lot of people in 2022 are not with the religious shit,
1: right? Like, yeah.
0: People don't like organized religion nowadays, especially... And when they see a profile that looks like somebody that goes to church every Sunday, that might be preaching scripture and quoting Bible verses, they get a little turned off. Because on Tinder, you're there to commit sins. So when... No one wants
1: to be hearing about just like, oh, you should be doing this about your life. And Jesus like, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so when, that
0: you're on, when you're on Tinder and you want to commit some sins, you're not trying to get with the guy who's going to tell you, you don't have to strip on this pole anymore. Like, I can save you from all this. You <laughs> you want the guy who's like going to cash you out, fly you in. Like, you're not looking for this this priest that you look like. So I said, your profile is a little misleading because you're not like that. No. Like, you're not some super religious guy. You're not some like, I go to church every Sunday. I mean, you you literally played the demons game this weekend. The, yes. which, in church, they call it witchcraft. They call yes. it fucking Yu-Gi-Oh witchcraft. So witchcraft. you, you spent your whole weekend playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and they would not be appreciative of that. So I said, you need to get some regular pictures where you just look like a normal person, and that's what we did. So that's why I was trying to avoid like going into that, but fuck it, we're here now. We're
1: here, we're here now.
0: The alternative is that you guys thought we were talking about OnlyFans.
1: Yes. And which would uh, have been fly.
2: <laughs> Frazier was making the drops.
0: Yes. So Kenny, what did you do this weekend? Let's hear about what you did.
2: Uh, I mean... What I did is sad. What I did is real sad. You're I almost don't even want to talk about it. So <clears throat> Stang already kind of knows this. uh Oh, first of all, I worked.
0: Okay, well that's already ass because working on a because weekend is just.
2: I'm I'm a weekend worker. I work in a bar, so on the weekend when a lot of people are having fun, like my my most fun days are are Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Yes. like when people are like so now going back to work and dreading right. and shit like that. That's when I have my most fun because that's but uh. You know, I worked all weekend, but you want to talk about the devil's game? I got (laughs) cursed. I got fucking cursed. What happened? I played Fortnite.
0: (laughs) No. How did that happen?
1: So here's the thing.
0: I also
2: also played Fortnite. Listen, let me tell you what happened. All right.
0: How? You're 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 surrounded.
2: You were here with me. Listen, listen, listen. before, Before I left. Okay. Listen, hold up. So a couple weeks ago. Ant hits, or I ask Ant when's the next time he's streaming Pokemon, because I was like, I want him to stream the end of the game, not the, I don't know, maybe a week ago, but right. sense of time's fucked up. But I'm like, when are you going to stream the end of the, end of Pokemon on Critical A+, um, I beat it, and unfortunately, when I beat it, I beat it while I was, like, in work mode, like, I beat it in between going to work, so I yeah. wasn't able to stream it. I streamed, like, the Elite Four and stuff, but then I had to go to work. And then I had to work the next couple of days, and so I didn't have time to stream, but I still wanted to play Pokemon. Yeah. So I played the end game, and uh, and then Ant um, Aunt was like, I don't know, I've been playing Fortnite a lot with Kevin and his friends. And I was like, how the fuck did they get you playing Fortnite? Right. And then he goes, I, it's just like something we were doing for fun, like, I don't really play shooters, but it was just fun to hang out with my friends and, like, play a game. And the other thing was, I wanted to get the Geralt skin. Geralt's the character from The Witcher, The Witcher 3, specifically right. that skin. That skin was coming out, but it wasn't out yet, but he thought it was already out. <laughs> and then, so in my head, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I don't have any interest in playing Fortnite at all, but I could <laughs> see myself trying Fortnite just to play with Ant and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd yeah. be fun. So then, a couple of days later, like a fucking curse, yep. right? Like, however on. many days later, I'm talking to Cheyenne, and he has Fortnite open. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" What is right? happening? And so I'm still in the mindset right. of like, I'm, I have zero interest in this game. I'm not playing this game. Is I'm t- I don't care about this game. Yeah, and right. then Cheyenne's in the shop, right? And he's like, "Look at this skin," and he was like, "I'm just going to buy it." And I was like, "Cheyenne, you don't play this game. Don't buy it." He's like, "But I have to buy it." And I'm like, "But you don't play this game."
0: That's why. And I then he buy. buys. Yeah, this is why he doesn't have money.
2: And then he buys. The All Might skin. So <laughs> all I right?
0: All Might was in this game. I had no idea.
2: He just came out, like literally just came out. All okay. Might came out. It was and off. so the skin, the skin is like little all might when he's all skinny and fucked up looking. Yeah. And then you can do a taunt and he buffs up. And oh, then you can cool play as big All Might. And I was like, holy shit, that's cool. And then so I kind of laughed and I was like, you know what? Just to make your purchase worth it, I'll download Fortnite because it's free. And I'll yeah. play a game with you. And then and then I bought the Bakugo skin. It was all over. Oh,
0: no. And then. No, then no. Not Kenny. And then, yeah, no, and
1: then what, what did you do, Stango? And then while I was working, I downloaded Fortnite and
2: I bought the Hulk skin.
0: <laughs> oh, of course. You bought <laughs> the, Hulk. Like Bruce the Incredible. <laughs> I bought the
2: so Hulk then, skin. So then, like. And then so we were just fucking ranting on Fortnite. And then literally last night, and by last night, I mean like all night into the fucking morning, I was playing Fortnite with Jaden, <laughs> my little brother. Oh, my God. Jaden. My brother-in-law Raj, my sister's husband, yep. Cheyenne, Bill, and like we were just fork knifing all night. Like
0: all <laughs> Did night. Did you say fork knife? Fork We That's
2: were just fork knifing, baby. It. Yeah. we just we've been we were fork knifing all night yeah, and yo, like
0: so I crazy. ain't gonna
1: lie. The next time I talk to Cheyenne, it might be while playing Fortnite. The game. And, the game actually just kind of is a little fun. No, I know. So and it's a
0: here, shame here's the reality. Because I never thought the of game, a game is. I'm it's not so fun. fun I already knew. I never, I never played Fortnite in my life, but I already knew it was a fun game because the reality of the situation is
1: it can't be that popular. It if can't
0: be this popular. It's like the biggest game in the world. It can't be Candy Crush level big without it actually being fun.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. the first
0: thing. The problem is, I know my personality. I know yep. how competitive I am. I know all these things about myself. I also don't care for first person shooters as a premise.
2: Mm-hmm. So well, you're not a fir- you're not first person. You're in third person. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. I don't care for shoot. But the reality is, I actually don't care for shooters in general.
2: Yep. Except, yeah. Yeah.
0: Except Monster Hunter. But like, that's a different story. So yeah, I you don't,
2: definitely love shooters. Oh, I
0: love shooters. If
2: they add, let them add the heavy bow gun and oh. or the light bow gun and oh. a fucking and the Rathalos armor. Oh, he's wow. playing. He's playing Fortnite.
1: I mean, Fortnite.
0: I don't have a choice. Yeah, but you, like,
1: they just add Master Hunter, to the Fortnite. Yes, and that's it.
0: But I've been avoiding Fortnite like the plague because I know it's entertaining. I know it's a fun game. And also, none of my friends play it. Like none of my really close, like Kenny didn't until Whoa. now. He didn't trade on me until. You me
2: might now. have to. You might have to correct that statement.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, now Kenny's a Fortnite player, and a lot of apparently a lot of my other, like Cheyenne, is, I consider a friend. Like Stango is clearly a friend. You guys are playing Fortnite now, and I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. I'll have to cross this bridge when I get to. You'll home, have to like,
2: not talk to us.
0: No, I'll figure it out. I might play Fortnite with you guys. I Oh uh,
2: no! It <laughs> hey, was, baby? Listen, uh, here's the thing, though, and here's what, uh, here's honestly the only reason why we play it. We don't play with building. There's a queue. Oh,
0: I was going to ask you because I feel like building is so high technical and like I can't imagine you guys getting all deep into it like that cuz then it's not fun for some people.
2: Like like my my brother, my little brother, he's been playing Fortnite for ages now and he's like when you watch him play, he's like a fucking he can build a goddamn house in 10 seconds. Like yeah. he he's one, one. It, he, he's really good with building, but Cheyenne is a, like he's been playing FPSs like his whole life. He loves shooters Yeah. and One of the big things he's always hated about Fortnite is when he tried playing it, he was like, this is so fucking stupid. I'm trying to kill these kids, and they're building houses. Like, I can't shoot them because they're just creating walls and, like, all this nonsense. And then, like, So we can remove that. Yeah, and then there's an option. I don't know when they added it, but it wasn't in the game and release. But there's an option to play the game with no building. You can just run and gun like a man. And... we I would, would just probably a lot
0: more because I think that one of the barriers of entry for Fortnite for me has always been the building thing. I never, mind you, I have no idea how you actually do it on keyboards or controllers, but I've heard that you do have to be really quick and like all kinds of technical skill that I don't care for.
1: That That is the thing that you know about like any kind of competitive game when the best players, which I know of. Um, like, the people who are actually good at the game complain about the certain mechanics of the game that's usually the like one of the weakest points of the game. Mm-hmm. And the best players don't like building because it's just like this kind of like stall, it takes too long yeah. and everything Dude. like that. They just get yeah. building towers above each other consistently. Is that
0: what the game actually comes Yeah, so through? it's
1: like... When the ring finally closes closes down to like something, it's just like you'll just have like four skyscrapers just simultaneously building because he goes build, shoot from above, then the other guy's trying to get above me. So right. it's high to it, me. And we keep going, keep going. Right. So the, the yeah.
0: concept is is fine, but it, it comes down to like I'm passing you. Well, yeah. it also
1: just comes down to just like, you know, with with competitiveness, like you learn how to mitigate risk to get the best advantage yeah. and like the best, the best way to mitigate that risk is, like, you don't really stop building. You just, like, always yep. keep doing it. So yeah. it's just, like, You're just annoying to kill your opponent yeah. because they're not and, taking any risk to be, like, all right, well, I'm done building. I'm going to fight now. It's like, no, I'm going to build until you can't do anything to me anymore.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's 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 frustrating because on one end, it does legit, like, props to the people that are really good at Fortnite. It takes a lot of skill to be able to do all of that while still shooting. However, that that is not a game I'm interested in. Like we played, we accidentally queued into a round of Fortnite where like you build and we did it. Not one of us knew how to do it. Like I didn't know what <laughs> button it was. And we won that round. We got first place. Our squad got first place. And we just ran and we were running and gunning. And there was like there were at the end and yeah, we were just straight boomers. At the end there was a squad Look that at was them like bold. building. My, they were building houses, and we were just flanking them, shooting their fucking house down. And they're probably thinking, "What are these idiots doing? Why yeah, aren't they building?" building structures and We were like, "I'm house.
0: just shooting
2: your shit." It was <laughs>
1: anti-meta. Yeah, it was, stu- it yes. was stun. It was stun versus meta. <laughs> it was
0: Wayne. It was Wayne it was... fucking seeing what the kids are doing with their lightsaber deck and saying, "You want to play?" <laughs> yeah, it's literally anti Uh
1: My favorite part. Up? My favorite part of the- our Fortnite excursion before I came here Friday <laughs> is that I Cheyenne another thing about Cheyenne is that he really hates like the the dances like, oh he, my I god like he hates the zoomer dances. I love that stuff and here's the thing like I'm not particularly crazy about oh, this it, but, good. I, but I told <laughs> Cheyenne I was just like why are you so worried about it like let them have fun like they want to dance they want to do these things yeah. like I what, but by the way so dumb go, go ahead
0: I have always loved the fucking dances because they're all black dances <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Fortnite has had this problematic uh, history with, like, not crediting, like, a lot of the black creatives who made those dances and stuff like that. I think they've gotten a little better with that type of stuff. Yep. But the dances are so fucking funny. To see somebody dance on your corpse and just Yo. like, hitting on a little fucking...
1: <laughs> and al- and also just, like, Iron Man doing it. Yes. Just Iron Man yes. doing it as well. Or like,
0: Naruto. So-
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, it's fucked up. No, so, it's
0: all hitting the nay nay and shit.
1: So what happens is is that we're playing, and I'm the Incredible Hulk. Keep in mind, like this is who <laughs> yeah. I am in the game. <laughs> <Yes>. And <laughs> and I and I walk into a house that Cheyenne's not in. I'm like, oh Cheyenne, shit, oh, is, come in the house. Like someone's come, <laughs> like someone's here. I think.
2: No, no, he, no. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. When he say? was like, oh shit, Cheyenne, come here. There's really good fucking loot in here. Like he was like, there's a really good drop in here. Like he was like, hurry up. <laughs> Cause that's what you do. Like you share the drops, right? Oh, you're like, no. you're, like oh, sh-. you're like, I'm not using pistols right now. There's a legendary pistol in here. Come on, come get, like hurry up, I come here. Know. And so Shine's like, all right, I'm coming. And he's like, he runs over,
1: turns oh, man, the corner, I'm just like doing, through through the just, door, I don't even know what sh- dance it is. It's just like, <laughs> you just fucking
0: dance.
1: And he and he's just like, ah, oh, okay, sure.
0: You. He's <laughs> like, see, nigga, she- you yeah. can't friendly fire, can you?
1: No, you can't. No, no, yeah, no. whatever the default taunt is in Fortnite, that's what it was. Just imagine the Incredible Hulk inside of a dark barn. You find him, and he's just doing that dance. I would
0: be terrified. First yeah, of
1: all. it was just <laughs> it was
2: it was just funny Dude. because he thought well, he was getting was... a treat, but he got a nightmare. Yes.
0: If he could hatch, that'd be hilarious though. For a clip, there's another mm-hmm.
2: time when you are when you before you load into the map, you're like in a like a waiting room where everybody that's going to be playing is like in the same room, and you're all like invincible, and you're waiting for the the match to load, right? And while you're there, you everybody just like spams their taunts or spams their dances. And mm. it's just like spam. So we get in there and there's like three people doing this one dance and there's a song playing. And Cheyenne's like, what the fuck is that? And then Stango goes, what do you mean? That's a Tootsie slide. Uh, <laughs> or the we, Tootsie yeah, slide. No, they were doing the Tootsie he slide. He knows what it is immediately, right? And Cheyenne goes, why the fuck do you know what that is? And you're 30 years a, old. He
1: called me a Zoomer. I'm like, that's not Zoomer. Like. Well, you also argue for all of us. Yeah, but like I. I, like, grew up with Drake. Like, yes. Drake's been around forever. Yes. Drake is
0: the best artist. Yeah, the- for, for, for your generation, he's like, your guy. Yeah, you so I'm it? just like,
1: I'm just, like, confused. I'm like, I don't think that Zoomer, like, I mean, Drake's <laughs> around when Zoomers are here, but it's yeah, like... well, Drake is my
0: age, so, like, Drake is definitely, like, higher than... Yeah, the- gener- like, Drake is considerably older than you.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's like the Island Boys or something right. like that. Right, that
0: would be very Zoomer. They're I don't wild. just... Like, I'm too old to know who they are. Yeah,
1: like, I know who they are, like, they are they just look... Cool. I only know who yeah, they, they are because of like Kevin Hart. So yeah, they're too white guys that, and they're like, just corny they're and i don't over. know anything else about them me either but i just know that they're
2: corny
0: right if they had a dance i couldn't tell you if they have lyrics besides island boy like i have no idea Yeah, like, I, don't, I know nothing about them i see them on instagram and i literally scroll and then i got to a point where the algorithm learned what i like and what i don't like
1: and they they it, don't exist in it form.
0: never shows them today. yeah same for me it, it tried to push them on me when i looked at
1: youtube shorts i was just like oh I don't know who these guys yeah. are. I know they're. Well, I
0: literally cool. clicked report this post. To everything with Island Boys, and eventually <laughs> <man. it> realized. <laughs> don't market this. He wouldn't care at all. like, call
1: the police. Yes. I don't want this anymore. Right. It's like, get, why them, get these, these Island this? Boys out of here. I
0: click harassment every time. No harassment. Yes, they give so, like sexual misconduct. But yeah, he harassment. called. He called me Zoomer.
1: I was just like, it's just the Tootsie slide. It's like it's, a, it's like yeah. yeah so did right the, the game uh
0: yeah. left, left foot slide left foot up right foot <laughs> slide yeah i'm glad that you knew it though
2: yeah that shit was cheyenne was losing his shit he was like why the fuck it was really funny but you anyway me 30 game, i'm like
1: i'm not 30 like i'm literally 25 he did like, call you 30 that's, which that's is a big wild. difference he was, was like was... yeah that's a, literally a five-year difference
2: that's so much yeah don't just give me but 30. uh yeah the game's legitimately fun um,
0: which I'm not surprised about it, at all. I'm not a Fortnite hater either. I'm not a hater on it. Like, Cause I used to play Halo and I've brought this up many times, but Halo was really fun for me. Like I could have yeah. easily seen my life going one of two ways. I could have became a Yu-Gi-Oh player or I could have became a Halo player or a first person shooter player in general, but it would have been Halo at that time. Cause when I got into Halo was like right around the time I got into Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Like really, yeah. really, really young. Like Halo one, I enjoyed it a lot and I was addicted to it and I would play it for multiple hours a day uh and like at the time the competitive gaming scene wasn't where it is right now right so like mm-hmm. i was just born too early but yeah i could easily have seen myself going down a different road because if i played if i had people who were also competitive in my generation and were like yo i'm better than you in halo that would make me want to be yeah, better you would have
2: really been playing it more yeah i mean i'm definitely not i i've when i was younger i definitely was like a hater of certain games or genres yeah. or whatever but as i've gotten older you know do you just like you realize how well not everybody because i know some old people that just have hate in their heart for no cheyenne. reason cheyenne but yeah cheyenne yeah. for sure yeah but cheyenne. i definitely am not a hater of like and like especially when you watch something like my little brother who i watched play fortnite for years like how could i possibly hate it i watch how much funny you know what i mean yes like, that's the
0: thing for me is like i see people having fun and i'm a live and let live kind of guy yeah yeah i got teased for playing Oh when i was younger because uh, I'll play Yu Gi Oh! in public places. I didn't care. Like, I'll play Yu Gi Oh! on my nope. own steps. I will play Yu Gi Oh! in a cafeteria. I will play Yu Gi Oh! in a mall. Like, I didn't care where we play Yu Gi Oh!. Me and my friends will just whip out our mats and our decks and we will start dueling. And obviously, you get some ignorant people who come over and be like, oh, I got that blue eyes or I got that dark magician. And then they laugh and walk away, right? And that, like, I'm so used to that. I have, like, iron skin. That shit doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't, like, make me feel any kind of way. Literally don't care. And uh, I've always been that way. So for me, Like, I don't know. I just... I've never really felt any kind of way about uh, teasing people. Like, I've never wanted to tease people because of the game that they play. Even if it's not my cup of tea, it would be weird for me to grow up and become exactly what I don't like in other people. Like, why are you teasing us because we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I don't understand what it is. Like, we're having fun.
2: So yeah, game's fun. That said, I have no interest in building. Maybe one day. Who knows? But the building thing is just like... I just like... And I don't really play shooters in general. That's why, just to clarify, if somebody says... Kenny like, you just is such a non-shooter person. I, I just do. don't play shooters Susan, because, Kenny, like...
1: Kenny, Kenny watched me play shooters a lot when I was younger. He watched me play Call of Duty a, a, a crap ton, hmm. and he was like...
0: Not for me. No.
2: No. Yeah, no. But here's the secret, and this is the only reason why I ended up having fun with Fortnite, and I was just like... I kept playing. Shooters in general the movement doesn't interest me. I usually don't like the movement in those games. Okay. Like, they just don't have good movement. Now, I'm sure some people are like, oh, you can do all... But, like, the movement's not interesting to me. I usually don't like the movement. It's too slow. Like, I want to feel snappy and clean, right? Yeah. And shooters don't usually have that. There's one shooter that I fell in love with in 2012 called Tribes Ascend. Good game. If you look at it, it looks kind of like Halo, sort of, but it's not. Okay. Um, that game has insane movement. You can, like, ski. Like, you have, like, these boosters on your legs... And you can, like, jet down slopes and then go up slopes and, like, fucking fly. Oh, and you're cool. fucking shooting and shit. And you move, like, 200 miles an hour. And you're, like, trying to shoot people. And, like, you're fucking moving super fast. And the movement feels really fun and clean. And the big joke ever since then was, like, my friends were trying to get me to play all these different shooters. I'm like, no, I play the best shooter. It's called Tribes. And that game's been dead for years. like. Yeah. Like, nobody plays that anymore. Anyway,
1: the, th- the, the thing about Tribes is that it was like one of those games where it's just like everyone was really, really hype about it. And it was like, hello, I'm here to be a good game. And then it trips and falls and it died
2: right away. Yeah. It yeah. was like, quick. it was, Tries it was, to not last nice long. It lasted one year, I think. Like, one year of people actively playing it. Yeah. And then it was dead. And then me, I was still like, okay, everybody come back. So good <laughs> come good back, time, everybody, guys. please. <laughs> so it was my favorite shooter. Anyway. The reason why Fortnite is so fun and it wasn't like this before, something they've added over the years, the movement in that game is insanely fun. Like you can do this, you know how on every shooter you can crouch. Yeah. So if, if you're running and then crouch, your guy will fucking slide on his knees like James Brown or Michael Jackson. Your guy will just fucking start that's, sliding that's really and you cool. go fast. And so if you're you can like like tribes. You can slide downhill and like gain speed sliding downhill, and it feels fucking good. And then when yeah. you get to uphill, you start sprinting, and then you can fucking slide downhill. And I was like, oh my god, this so movement, movement is, is so really fun. Well
0: thought out, it sounds like
2: yeah. And then yeah. you can like jump and vault over shit, and like that wasn't. In the, it's I don't know. The movement is really game, fun, and so you're running really and speed. gunning, and like it feels good.
0: So I don't know. You, the game's I, fucking look. Crazy. I, I'm here for it. Every once in a while, i, I though, myself. So, you know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I do find myself playing a shooting game uh, and I'll enjoy it for a time and then I'll get off of it because usually I'm the only one playing it. You know, my friends are really big into that. A lot of us, honestly, my main friend group prefers single player games. Like we, yeah. the video games that we play. Like I'm playing God of War right now. Kenny's playing. Well, Pokemon used to be a single player game for the most part, but now yeah, they yeah. play together. Uh, but and like,
1: I like Yu Gi Oh, and Yu Gi Oh is a single player game. It is a single Ooh, player. game.
0: Modern Yu Gi Oh is yeah. very single player. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. like your flunderies that's so you a an opponent. <laughs> to shift somebody and summon Rabina F is you don't need a person sitting in front of you to do that. No, um, but yes, you like single player. So a lot of us like single player games, but then we we'll play like we like fighting games. We play Smash and stuff like that and you know that's fun uh we play, like,
2: you know like if we're all together like some party yes. games like overcooked yeah. but or but mario party like
0: streams on critical hit plus he streams like triangle strategy which is a strategy game fire emblem which is a solo game or it's a strategy game or like zelda stuff like that a lot of games that are like this is me playing by myself tunic like anthony streams so a lot of the games that are played elden ring like also solo a lot of games that we play uh are typically solo player and then when we come together as a group we will play multiplayer games or sometimes if we're like doing a streaming session they'll play that what's that cooking game that you guys love which is overcooked. overcooked overcooked that yeah. game looks fun as shit
2: dude at thanksgiving you were i, I wanted i wanted to get fraser on the stick so played. bad but like played. that game was fun i'm sitting there yelling in the kitchen like yeah. it's fucking said, awesome he has
0: to be the gordon rams because you know how to play like other people who were playing you were the best player because you played the most you have the most experience. You know exactly what to do. So I was like, you have to be the one to kind of like yell out the Run orders. the kitchen. Yeah, you have to run the kitchen, and everyone else can just be your worker. Like that's the role I would take. Like I would just, I would just be a, a runner. Like I would be the guy that literally, you tell me what to do. What am I? What am I supposed to do? And I'm going to do it. I'm very good at that. Like I'm good at being a leader, but I'm also good at taking orders when it calls for it. Right? Like you can't, yeah, have, yeah. you can't have too many chiefs and no Indians. So,
2: yep, it's a classic. So yeah, that game, that game was fun, and you know a bunch of other. Multi, you know lethal league and mario like we play all, all kinds of sh- that one thanksgiving weekend you know we played a bunch of, there was like a couple hours where we were just swapping through multiplayer oh, games
0: there were so many games on screen there was i mean you guys played some weird game that looked really fun where you kind of kick around a ball lethal league lethal league okay yep. yep that looked really fun uh kenny played the game where you're like a wizard the uh rogue game Leck game yeah
2: wizard of legend
0: wizard of legend yep there was there was that there was slate of spire at some point uh, there was a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of Pokemon. I mentioned that in the episode, so yeah, there was a lot of games that weekend that got played. I mean, Breath of the Wild ended up on the TV at some point for no reason.
2: That's true, kind of, and just to kind just, of show just that to it's make not
0: really the Switch. That's the problem.
2: Also, just to make somebody feel bad, just to make Frazier be like, "Y'all playing Breath of the Wild while this bitch is homeless?"
0: <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, looking at Breath of the Wild and seeing how like it's it's a very vivid game. I can't. I actually can't wait to play it now because I haven't played this other game in fucking God. knows how long
2: forever. It's just it's a like, long time. Ocarina of time, right? Majora's Was that the
0: last Mask. one you played?
2: Oh Majora's Mask, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you never played Twilight Princess, right?
0: Nope. Well, no. Yeah, so. I played the beginning of Twilight Princess and I just stopped and never went back. Like Twilight Princess is the one where he transforms to a wolf at some point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I play I played that one. I I did like the first uh dungeon, whatever. And I got a little further than that, and I for some reason I just stopped playing. I don't know. I Don't know if that game came out. I don't know what year it is. Do you can do you notice all the games by year? Like, do you know Twilight Princess? Twilight
2: game? Princess came out, I Wii. think, the year the Wii came out, whatever year the Wii came out, so maybe 06, oh, wait, oh, 06. Oh, maybe oh, oh, maybe it was 08. I thought it was 06. Okay, oh, I, 07 at the latest, I think, because
0: I'm trying to line it up with eight, oh 07. I don't know, because like what takes up predominantly most of my childhood because I spent the first several years of my life is play, like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! essentially. So I'm wondering if I if my interest in Yu-Gi-Oh! started to peak around that time, like when I decided, oh, I want to be good at this game, right? And if those two things coincide, like Teledad is it 08, by the way. So if it came out in 08, I was super competitive in Yu-Gi-Oh! in 08. Like, I, that's when yeah. I that's when I, like, invested in the special guess it
2: was 06.
1: It's, it's 06. Okay. For the yeah, so, yeah. I so felt 06. like
0: it was 06. 06 was my first time ever topping a regional in my life. This card is the Troop Dupe Scoop format. So that was my first time in my life ever topping regional. Before a an format. It is. Before that, <laughs> I had gone to several regionals, never did well, always got destroyed, scrubbed out. And then I finally got a tier one deck. I was done with playing like these makeshift bullshit because I realized you just can't do that. And I got tired of doing that. Um, And I just played the Troop Doop Scoop deck. And I went to a regional. I went seven and oh, and the regional was eight rounds. And on the last round, I lost to this guy who apparently was a cheater name. Well, I'm not going to name him. But anyway, <laughs> I lost to some guy. Uh, and I went 7 1, and I topped my first ever regional. And the taste of topping a regional, like that, that shit ruined they put me. put you on the full oh, that, path. That ruined me. Yeah, that, was yeah. like, that was where my life went downhill. So, so when, video games had no chance. The, at, so, yeah, Twilight Princess, if it came out in 06, and I got my first regional top in 06, for little Frazier realized he didn't want to play Twilight Princess anymore. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like it was that. You it was you like had a, the picture of the little boys looking at boobs, and it's like, that's yep. when little Timmy realized he didn't want to play with Power Rangers anymore. Yeah. That was me with Twilight Princess. <laughs> but yeah, Majora's Mask was the last one. Like, Fierce Deity, like, just go like Goron Mask, all Zora Mask, just everything. Like, I love that game so fucking much. Also, how creepy it was to play that game at nighttime because his transformations yeah, literally creepy. make him fucking scream.
2: Like, yeah, the game's creepy. It's also got other creepy. It's I love that game. That's it's a very so creepy
0: good. game. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I can't wait for you to play Breath of the Wild. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you to play Awesome uh, Fork Knife. Uh, yeah, a good I'll, time. I'll Fortnite a Fortnite. Fortnite.
1: Get a little, get a little
2: Fortnite. <laughs> a little Fortnite. Yeah. The other thing that's crazy, and just that this isn't even necessarily to stay on Fortnite, but I, I got to give credit where credit is due. And this is something that I just wish more games did, and they just don't do it. It's completely cross play, cross platform, cross save data. Like when oh, Jaden first started playing Fortnite, he was playing on my Nintendo Switch. And then. He got his own Nintendo Switch, and we, you know, transferred his data there. No big deal. But then he started playing on his Xbox. We were able to transfer all of his—he's able to play on his Xbox and not lose any of his data. More than that, though, a lot of his friends still had a Nintendo Switch, and some of his friends have a PlayStation. They can all join the same lobby and still play together, even though they're on completely different consoles. Even more than that, one time he wanted to play on my— he wanted to play on my computer, so we were to load up his data that was from the Nintendo Switch to the Xbox, then load on my computer. He was able to play a PC version of Fortnite with all of his data, play with somebody in his lobby. One's on a Nintendo Switch. This other kid's on Xbox. This other kid's on PS5. And all of those people can be in the same lobby, and when you're in the lobby, you can be playing people from literally any fucking console, and you're, like, and That's you can just be playing thing. the game. So let's
0: play needs to be a thing in general. I love it. It just
2: game. needs to be so many games die. Like think about any fighting game. One huge thing holds fighting games back is that they die. And, but the reason why they die is because their player pool is so fragmented. Like sure. Day one, every platform has a lot of people on it, but as time goes on and this isn't just fighting games, every single game loses a player base as time goes on. Cause yeah. like there's a new shiny thing. Yes. You need an integrated player base with all the consoles being put in the same pool, to keep the player base healthy, that way the game doesn't die. Yeah. But, like, fighting games are horrible at doing that. But a game like Fortnite, not only is it really fun, one of the reasons why I, I really think it's also been able to thrive yeah, is the player is base similar. never feels like it, it falls off because it has... Every every console imaginable, nothing second, even all together. What
1: was funny is that we got it, into a game of Fortnite and we did the not, no building mode, which is the way less populated mode. Of course, and we got into a game in five seconds,
0: yeah. So, no matter yeah, what, never you know, had wait. there's a group of people who like it, is what you're saying. Like, yeah, so even,
1: even, even like the less populated mode, yep. we got in a game five seconds. So, like,
0: if you start up right now, you guys have no problem getting a game at fucking 640 on a Sunday, yep. And if yep. you played at 2 a.m. on a Sunday, you'd probably still get a game. Like yep. yeah, that's awesome. I like stuff like that. I like that the community's big, and as long as it stays like that, the game will just and they keep adding skins. Like you just said All Might came out very recently. Yeah, it's All Might, dope.
2: Deku, Bakugo, and Uraraka. Also, and I was just like
0: My the Hero, fuck? they did this at the perfect time. My hero is having its best season right now. Like I'm not yeah. current at all, but I'm I'm current in the manga. So I'm I'm further than the anime is right now. Uh, but I knew before this this season aired. I already told everyone like who wanted to know this season is the best season of My Hero and it's not close. Like this is the best season.
2: It, uh, my Hero is I can't, I can't wait to actually sit down and watch the anime when like too. the season's done. I can't wait to see the animation, hear the music. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy the fact that uh you can be Deadpool with yeah. Naruto like Deadpool, Kakashi,
0: Superman, and
2: Travis Scott can be on a team like, i
0: saw naruto running around with a shotgun and he like comes up to somebody and he says a little japanese catchphrase and then he shoots the guy with his shotgun and then he starts doing a little dance and he runs away but he's fully naruto from shippuden do, it's so funny do
2: you see the one where it's like naruto runs up he's like up on a thing and he does like a bunch of hand signs yes, and then he
0: pulls out the gun and then
2: he pulls the shotgun out
0: like, and then the he starts fuck? doing a little dance afterwards i was like what the fuck is this game
1: blast no what's that Last no jutsu. Blast no jutsu. I I oh my god. <laughs> I hit you with last no jutsu.
0: <laughs> so I would definitely be Sasuke or Naruto a lot. I think it's funny. That's, get what, their-
1: that's what Kenny went. He <laughs> went Itachi.
0: Oh, oh, what? He's in the game?
1: Uh, yeah, Itachi's in the game. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh so you can my be Itachi. God. Fortnite is so fucking broken. Is, you you did they be do yet? Not yet. But what's so cool is that. So they had. Fortnite started off with just like all of their original characters yeah. and they had like skins were like. It was like a guy with a hamburger head right. and shit like that. And then as time went on, you know, I guess they made a lot of money. They were doing licensing. The too. They eventually did, like, Star Wars and, and Marvel. Ones. And, and so like, at that point in time where, like, they had, like, Spider-Man in the game. But then all of a sudden they had Iron Man, Captain oh, America, oh, yeah. and they had the entire yes. Avengers, right? And then it was cool because, like, a little thing happens and it opens the door. So, anyway, they had, like, no anime characters in the game. And then they added Naruto. Yeah, it was and like, Naruto, it was Naruto, Naruto Sasuke, Atachi, and Sakura. Yep. And then they saw how, I guess, successful that was. And a couple months passed. They're like, all right, well, here's Goku, Vegeta, yeah, and Beerus. Goku and them. And, uh, and now we have my hero. And Bleach is back now. People are excited yes. about Bleach.
0: So I think they're going to end up adding all the Bleach characters that are relevant once this season of Bleach concludes, because Bleach is uh, apparently, I've been seeing this posted a lot on my Facebook timeline. But apparently, Bleach is the best anime out right now, as far as rankings. Like it is, it is ranked number one every week because they do this like weekly ranking in Japan thing, and Bleach is ranked number one right now. Um, so
2: let me tell you something though, All right. This is where I would love if Bleach got added because
0: what fourcasts mo- do you think they would add?
2: Ichigo, uh, obviously, ich- probably Ichigo, Renji, Rukia. Uh Eisen. Yeah, I don't on.
0: know. <laughs> oh, I Aizen, yes. Actually, we know they went Izen because Aizen's in that jump all-stars, superstars, whatever game.
2: Yeah. That'd be that'd be dope. Like I'd probably Bleach, Renji, Rukia, Aizen, right? Because Renji, Renji looks really cool. Like, especially if you don't know anything about Bleach, but yeah. you just like Renji is a guy that like if you just see this guy, he looks cool. He
0: does look cool, yeah.
2: So yeah, probably Israel,
0: Ren- Renji, Aizen, probably Rukia, something like that. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Yeah. So But with the My Hero update, and this is something that gets cycled out, but right now, because it's like, My Hero's the main update, you can get a gun that is the all-for-one power, and, like, your arm glows. And you can, when you use it, you get up, and you do, like, you hear Deku's voice clip play, and he goes like, Detroit Smash and you you fucking do it. it it. Levels houses. And it It levels levels houses. houses And it and it has like a
1: like an AoE like splash that Mm -hmm. like knocks everything really far. Like what happened was I don't know if it was Kenny or if it was Cheyenne, but one of them uh did like the Deku Detroit Smash on my downed body, like to revive because there was like people on top of me. And they did it around me and they sent me flying. Yeah. And I was just like,
0: what are you doing? I'm flying now. Is, is that special to just that character or something? Like- no, no, no. no. So anybody can pick it's, it, like it up. It's
1: like, a, it's, like a, it's like an, an item that an item spawns in the get. map. You can literally pick it up, and it's it seems to be like a one-time-use thing. Right. You like charge up the punch. It takes a while to charge. It, it does a lot of damage. It breaks like all breakable like objects that you like shoot oh, it at. Oh, really that's cool. Um, so- and it has like this big blast. If you're in it, you just get sent flying. And I was downed, and they were like, oh, we got to save them. And I don't know who it was, but someone was charging the Detroit Smash on top of me. He's like, don't worry, here it comes! And I'm like, no, don't do this. And I start flying, like, in the air. I'm like, 50 feet in the air <laughs> away from them. I'm like, well, now it's harder to get me. But we were just laughing it was just fun.
2: It was hectic. Yeah. But you listen, know? they added when they added Goku, they added the Kamehameha, right? And But now that's not in the game. It gets rotated out. Okay. Bro, if they add the Getsuga Tensho, oh, and you hear Ichigo, like, Getsuga when you use Tensho. it, Oh, like, they add, like, the Black Gatsuka 10 yes. Show. Oh, my God. That would
0: be fucking fun, because that move is wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, that move is, when he did that, so we watched episode one of Bleach, I think, because we did an episode of, like, Chainsaw Man, Bleach, My Hero, or something, and, uh, yeah, when he did the Black Gatsuka 10 Show, when he went bonk or whatever, and the guy had to basically defend himself against it, he's like, what the fuck? Like that shit was real. That move looks so cool. Because it's like it's a black energy beam or laser or whatever you want to call it, but it's outlined in a color. Like it has like a mm-hmm. red outline of energy to it. It's uh it's so subtle, but it's so cool. And then in so, base it has like the blue energy on it.
2: They need to do that for me. They need to add uh Ichigo and let me let me get that Katsuka Ten going. I also
0: just love Ichigo's Bankai uniform. Like that his fucking get up is so cool looking like he just looks really cool and the sound that makes when he goes Bonkai, that like chain rattle sound yeah i I don't even know how to describe it that sound is just dude
2: what i'm what would be cool like right now i'm just like because they did the all might thing where you're like small might and then you can taunt and become all might yeah if they add ichigo it'd be cool if he was just like in his regular uh outfit and then he would like he put his hand out and he says bonkai and he fucking changes his outfit
0: what the hell? Also, yeah, I, I almost forgot. But Bunkai is the reason why Bleach is one of the most popular animes of all time. Like the word Bunkai, whatever the fuck that means, is just literally one of the best things about that anime. Like saying it in high school used to drive every like, oh, it was so cool. Like
2: Bunkai, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, really, I don't know. Fork knife is fun.
0: So you actually did something interesting this weekend that I I was expecting it to be fully cursed, but it's only cursed. In a sense of like, I know you're joking anyway, but it's only says yeah. that I would never expect you, you go to the dark
1: side. To, 100%. Yes, I would yep. never expect him
0: <laughs> to be playing Fortnite with his weekend. But yeah. But here we are. We we evolve here we every are. Every day we evolve. Every day we find new things that we like and that we never thought we would like. I mean, at one time yeah, I day, knew
2: there was no way you would have ever guessed. There, That's what zero.
0: I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, gun to my head. If you gave me a thousand things to guess what you did with your weekend, Fortnite would have been nowhere near a thousand. <laughs> I'm not even like not even kidding. If I could literally write down a thousand things, gun to my head. Things that you did this weekend, Fortnite would be, be no. Where I would be so dead. <laughs> they would. Get, I would get that nine hundred, and the person would start laughing behind me. <laughs> like they, they, they would just start chuckling. Like you're so fucking dead, kid. Like you're fucking dead. But uh, all right. Oh, before we get out of here, let me give a shout out to the people on our Patreon. uh As we always say, thank you so much for supporting. The I am their podcast. We really appreciate it. We're going into a new year. We also still have to record the extra episode for the month of December, so if you guys have suggestions of what you want to hear for the Patreon-exclusive episode, please message me or hit us up on the Discord server and our podcast suggestions channel. Also, we haven't had any in a while, but uh, listener letters. If you want to send in a listener letter to the podcast, send it in to podcast at gmail.com, and we will read it aloud on the show and discuss it. Again, that's i am podcast at gmail.com. Also, I'll just like put our link tree or something in the description of this episode so that way you can see where to send the lesson letters to for people interested in that but yeah check out our patreon uh again we started our new master and a People series where me and Stengo uh we we go around playing dueling book and we record the duels and upload them they're usually an hour long and it's really been fun like we had a lot of fun we have 10 episodes recorded and we have five of them actually uploaded right now to That Patreon. zombie
1: episode was wild.
0: We have a lot of wild episodes. So, uh, yeah, I lost my shit. I think that's the next one.
1: It needs to be a clip.
0: Yeah, I think that's the one. That I'll, I'll work on getting it.
1: You, you, you gotta get that posted. That one then is funny. The, the people will see it and they'll be like, okay, well, this is definitely worth it. Yeah, take a look,
0: That one is really fun. I lost my shit. But yeah, check out the Master of people series on our Patreon. Also, the first two episodes are available on our YouTube channel as like a taste of what it is, and then our Patreon has the rest of the episodes. So... If you're interested in that, you know, again, I'm their podcast on patreon.com. But before I say anything else, let's give a shout out to Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, Dimitri Barnes, Alexander Brissett, Vinny Casello, Giovanni Avalos. Oh, shout out to you, Giovanni Avalos. I saw you got, I think it was like 13th at your regional this weekend, uh, unless there's another person with that exact same name. But I was looking at Facebook and I, I always tend to look at who topped the regionals or like who did well at regionals uh, over the weekend. And I saw your name it was pretty high up there. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you for that. Alex Flamer, Omri Reynolds, CJ, Dubk Dan Varable, First to Home, s.akuma Mitchell Niles, Midwest Gaming, Demetrius Safirtas, Vince Marquette, Dallas Bailey, Roz Weiss, nick Stango, Hansel, our two-time national champion. I actually saw Hansel at the uh regional and he was watching me play Edison and he was talking about like the Blackwing deck and like other decks and like uh the lightsworn deck and he was talking about how like the the lightsworn deck that I'm currently playing, the one that I copied from the RBET rulers, it doesn't play Wolf at all. And was saying, like, man, I really would want to play Wolf in his deck just to, like, sack it out even harder. Because, like, you know, is broken, but, like, also just getting free 2100 Cyber Dragon. I feel like
1: that was Hanzo coming in. He's like, let me put a little Modern. Like, yes, I want well, to put a little Modern Yu-Gi-Oh in it.
0: That's what it is. It's yeah. the, you want the free advantage for breathing. I want to do.
1: I want to do
2: everything.
0: You want to do the most, right? Yeah. But, like, Christie's already enough or whatever. We talked about uh, Edison format in general, and uh, maybe he'll play that. He's been trying to convince me to play Modern, which is still just not on my bucket list, but maybe he'll play some Edison. Uh, Vincent Zen, Sarah Maria, Sunny Top Cup Podcast, Alex Ahern, Philip Campa, Jalen Haskins, O'Reilly Malfi Slump, Kang Petty, Chris Lin, and Jeff Luang. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for supporting I Am Their Podcast. And I think that's pretty much all I have. Uh, I think I think we're pretty much out of here. So we are going to be taking our monthly, you know, we do a break every month. We do two episodes where we don't record. So because this is a Christmas and New Year's, Uh, it'll be around that time. So like the last week of the year, essentially we'll be off for that week and then we'll be returning, you know, uh, was it January 4th? So that, that Wednesday we'll be recording and dropping the episode on January 5th, but yeah, you guys still get another episode this coming Wednesday and that'll be the last one. And we should be having a Yu-Gi-Oh guest for this last episode uh, of the year coming up. So I've, I've got that scheduled. It was actually going to be today, but we pushed it back. So yeah, we'll be recording. Uh, the next episode will be a Yu-Gi-Oh episode to end off the year. And we've had a lot of good guests this year. I'm really appreciative of everybody who joined the I'm There podcast as a guest this year. And I hope to have a lot of you guys back in coming years and uh, new people as things develop and grow. But yeah, uh, check out our link tree if you want to follow us and subscribe to us. Leave reviews if you feel like it. You know, all that good stuff.
2: All the good stuff, baby.
0: Yep. And uh, as I always say, do the things that make you happy, including playing some more Edison format. Format is getting really fun and a lot more people are getting into it. So
2: or. Eating with a fork and a knife.
0: (laughs) Fork knifing. Fork knife. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.